Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Happy Monday, or whatever the opposite of that is. Couldn't be any more hungover today after watching football all day yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We're getting down to it, and I feel so I, I want to revise uh, a wish that I had a few weeks ago that the day after the Super Bowl should be a holiday. Yeah. I think it's this weekend, the next Monday, and then the Monday after that um, should also be included because now that we have the matchups next Sunday night as well, like I'm, right. I'm gonna get fucking trashed again. Right. Like there's no way around that. So okay. give me that Monday off too. You know, or just know don't that I'll be at my worst. Business? I do. Why don't you just take the day off? Can't do it. We're on Monday through Friday, and it's it's rain or shine here. The right. show goes on, right? So, so y- your boss is fucking you, but you're your boss. I'm my boss on this one. So but who if are you even talking to? Hang right now? on. If it's federal, we get the day off. So right. federal. You know, no advertisers, none of that other shit. So you guys were uh, off on MLK, MLK Day. Day, correct? Okay. Yes. Right. So we're oh, off. were we? I didn't. When was MLK Day? Like last week, exactly. And and well, here's why. So I accidentally told these guys, "Hey, we're working on Monday." Mm. Typically, it's the third Monday of every January. Right. So that would would have should have been this Monday. Sure would have, friends. And it wasn't because this is one of those rare times where it started on the first, and you yeah. have five Mondays in this month. Yeah. You know, there's a. We're on Patreon, right? Yeah, you can say whatever okay. you want. Uh, so I like to celebrate Martin Luther King Day. I'm sad that I missed it. The way yeah. I celebrate it is I sit in a room while my buddy rapes a girl in the other room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I refuse to report it. Yeah. 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 Because uh, that's what Martin Luther King Jr. did, folks. He sure did. He's a fucking communist. Uh, eh, I don't know about a communist. No, he's definitely a, like, a sexual deviant, maybe, oh, but yeah. not a communist. And he, he cream pied a bunch of 16-year-olds, too, which I don't have a problem with that because I believe at the time it was legal. It was legal. Yeah. It was legal. Um, by the way, you were out, and I, I discussed this that doc that has been you know waiting to come out forever mm-hmm. called mlk versus fbi finally dropped mm-hmm. on uh hulu and i watched it so right. Shocking. I've, I've been hearing him say this for years and years and years now obviously uh dan has works with the government and everything right. else and i was kind of taking him at his word then right. i watched this fucking thing and i was like oh my god yeah, he actually did that, and they had they've endless recordings of it. Yeah, of him having sex with all these girls. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to tell who the bigger piece of shit was, MLK or the FBI. Right, right, exactly. The FBI and anybody uh, else, it's hard to tell who the bigger so, piece of so shit is. So you were gone, and I said, I said it was the FBI because Martin Luther King actually did some decent things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, the FBI has done nothing of value. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. like fair enough. Eh. Um, because the way I, I look at it, uh, going back to it, and I hope they don't release those tapes because they said they're going to release them in 2027. Right. No reason at this point. I don't why, know. Why not? It could make some Do good... you want to hear him fucking these girls? Yeah, well, dude. You don't have to on. listen to them. I mean, well, if you, somebody no, you wants do. to, they... You do. Have you ever listened to... Uh, it's just if it's out there. All right. right. I'm going to throw this out here yes. for you because I, I know the you're audio, sick. If they put the audio out there, we're 100% recreating the scene on video. Oh, boy. Okay. So... Yes? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this, and this is going to tell me who you really are, okay? With 16-year-old girls? Uh, look, we're actors, dude. <laughs> okay. It's, it's going to be yeah. animation. Not every retard played on film is an actual retard. Yeah, there was a few that weren't. You remember that, that Fairly Brothers movie? <laughs> or Tom Hanks. I read for that. I had a screen test for it, and I'm not retarded. <laughs> so, yeah. well. Weird, right? Well, it's debatable now. You almost played the uh, retard in There's Something About Mary, too. You just walked around talking about uh, your baseball no, for two months. That was that was an actual talk. Like, they cast that. Oh, so no. They were, yeah, they cast 
retarded. Well, good and then him. they flipped it for the ringer. That was the name of it. Johnny yeah. Knoxville. Oh yeah. The ringer was uh, great. Yeah. So it wasn't supposed to be retarded people in there. They were going to mix them in on the background. The rest were going to be actors. Uh, and then they changed but there's that, that one. There's that one kid that's super funny that they put in that's always he's in a lot I think he was on an episode of Workaholics as well yeah oh, he's, he's really great. funny oh, he's great yeah. he's great Wait, t- 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 did Ross did you screen test for the ringer as one of the I, I, retards Wait, yes. for, yeah. for Knoxville's character or one of the no one no. of the other ones so out in Hollywood and they film all, all yeah. the, you've been a part yeah, of this of course you've, you know the screen test uh, routes uh, with that there is a vault so like at the studio yeah. system mm-hmm they have all of them. Yes. And uh, if you go, like, if you want to see some of the people who auditioned for The Office, I know that went mm, viral yeah. a few years ago, so you can find that on YouTube. Uh, this you can't find, but I'm putting it out there that I was called in for this to and can play you, a retarded man. Can you audition for that role right now? Sure can't. Uh, not going to. Could Here's, I? Absolutely. I feel like we need to get these videos. I don't care about January 6th. You know what I mean? Like, right. You should have stormed Paramount and well, gotten these tapes. <laughs> here's so. Here's my point, Tucker. Is uh, just because you know the tapes exist, right. should they? And are you the type of person <laughs> that if you know that it's out there, you'll go and no, actively seek it out? Okay. No. All right, because I did. Like I haven't I'm seen. The, like I'm the, the guy who does, bro. I haven't even seen like the Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee tape. Like you go to or the the Ray J, whatever Kim Kardashian. I haven't seen any of them. Really? I because I like. Shit. Would you like to? Yeah. Pull those. <laughs> pull those up. I mean, it's, it's a one. great one. Not really. Yeah. We could <laughs> spend a good hour on this. Only turn that because, shit off. Turn it doing? off, Bob. Jesus God Christ. Damn it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, but with that, uh, we could spend hours watching that and yeah. me talking about it because it is great. Yes. And when he honks sure. the horn in the boat with his with his dick, yeah, it, it was a bravo moment for me where I wept a little. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got out of my chair like it was the end of an opera. And I was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was one uh, recently. So on the other show, we do this thing called Nature Nook, right. which is uh, somebody who gets attacked just being dumb in the wild and they usually end up dying right mm. now with that we have a fancy little theme song for it yes. and i had heard that grizzly man when he died uh you got to hear the I audio did see that movie the warner horza sure Herzog did movie. yes but what you didn't see tucker oh, or no. here oh, no. was him getting uh eaten to death Mold. along with yes yeah. oh, to but death. He, he played the audio for like the dude's mom no 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 he watched he that he filmed himself listening to the audio right. in front of the dude's mom and go. then was like you must never listen to this <laughs> yes and then, yeah. he's so weird right he's so weird man. so with there that, should be a podcast just about how weird one of hers well are. there is uh <laughs> if if you want to hear it we have the audio no for I, I really don't are you sure it's a dude getting eaten by a bear man and the well but is his was she a wife or a girlfriend was her girlfriend girlfriend, girlfriend yeah, yeah. She's screaming at him to fight back the entire time, and that yeah. was kind of yeah. admirable. She was the worst corner man in the history of UFC. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure give me some practical advice, bitch. Yeah. Now, if I told you it was uh, set to, to house music, would you still want to hear it? No. No. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that. Dude, I, I've had run-ins with bears. Like, that's a real thing for me. I did not fight it. It didn't try and eat me, thankfully. And I didn't fight it because I'm not stupid. But uh, bears are no joke, man. No, they're not. They're big. Not. Yeah, they're, they're big huge. and they're intimidating. Bears are huge. Yes. And now you're out in the conch. You're yeah. out by me. Yes. Um, out there. I'm and past you, I think. You are. And yeah. it's beautiful out there. Yeah, it is. Uh, right now, you know they're going to take these lanes all the way out past the high school. Yeah, it sucks. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So you might lose part of that uh, yard over there. But, uh, uh, no, I'm off 290. I'm not oh, you're off? Yeah, yeah okay. I'm far off 290. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So you're fine. 
Um, yeah, because the way everything is going now in this city, it's right. we're, yeah, we're gone. I know, friend. Yeah, uh, and, and everything they're building down at the Y down there with the. I mean, those are full on bridges that are going yeah. up. Yeah, right. It's no joke. This this city's going to be wild. Yeah, um, like Houston. Yeah, but with that, because you live in the conch, you see a lot of weird shit. And right. I follow your Instagram. Yeah. Um, one of your trees got hit by hit lightning. By lightning uh. I told you to make a baseball bat. I'm sorry. Was the tr- <laughs> know, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Was the tree gay? Uh, was God punishing the tree for being gay? Because that, that used to that. be like the what's it? Uh, Liberty University, the Falwells, and all that yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Their whole shtick got started because he would routinely say that natural disasters were because of gay. <laughs> Yep. And now they're he a ranked basketball team. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Life is weird as true. shit. Sure People is. get canceled for like breathing the wrong way or something. And then this dude built his entire empire on hate and they're a ranked basketball yeah. team. Hate yeah. for God. Not hate just hate. God, hate for yeah. God. I mean, hate that's the only way you can really get away with it usually. Yeah. It sure yeah. is. Hate sure for is. God or climate. Yeah. And then you can also pray it away. Um, you can pray the gay it's, away. You know, it's like... Uh, that's proven. Rogan used to talk about uh, how it was... You know, when you catch your kids smoking, you make them smoke the whole pack. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was talking about that. Uh, oh, with gay? That yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, I think they made that motherfucker smoke the whole pack. They sure yeah. did. Took him up into the woods. Was it Larry Craig? Who was it that they, or maybe it was that minister that got caught with the, uh, he, he had back surgery and then he went on, he basically went on Grinder to find an assistant to help him carry his luggage on a European trip to recover. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he said he needed a tight, sweet, uh, a tight, smooth ass was yep. one of the requirements for that. Sure did. And then three well, reverence. it's heavy luggage. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 It's, it had nothing to do with the aesthetics. It's all about the power yeah. in the trunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I said, I'm trying to find it, but there's too many Google results for Minister Grinder. Yeah, 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 I know. Sure. Seriously, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. which minister yeah. hasn't? Well, they took, so three other reverends took him into the woods to pray the gale way and rogan's theory was always that they just fucked the shit out of this dude until he was tired of car oh what i don't want to see another dick for the rest of my life man yeah it makes sense yeah. do you love jesus i don't yeah. know if that'll work I'm not sure well we're the shot it. find us a, a gay shot. yeah find us a gay bring him in we're expecting this today tucker I would. I have no expectation. If this dude could get, <laughs> if this dude could get canceled, it would have happened a long time oh, ago. Yeah. It's true. Uh, it's true. But out, out in the conch, uh, you've seen your fair share of weird shit. So you had the the lightning in the well, tree. You were talking about a the animal. animal. There was. It was. So an I haven't animal? posted this on Instagram yet. You can here. I'll show you. So oh, I got. Yeah. A, I had a board charge me. Yeah, those things the, are fucking holy shit. I had a board charge me the other day. You, like, like, you shoot him in the face with I a shotgun? five times. With in a shotgun? No, no, no. Oh, 45 or something? Shotgun. Uh, I keep a sawed off. Oh, you were around. hunting That's a terrible for that? idea. I, no, yeah, we were hunting. Oh, gotcha. And, uh, I didn't know if it oh, just popped I thought up at your house. rolled up on you. No, I keep yeah. a shotgun. No, no, side this by is hunting, side. hunting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had my buddy, 6'5 Grendel, mm-hmm. failure to feed, throw it down, and I had to go to a pistol. I only had a nine millimeter, so I had to put five fucking yeah. shots in Those his things face. are fucked, man. Bro, yeah. they're like yeah. zombies. Yeah. They don't stop. Yeah. yeah. Five, I mean, from 10 yards. It's not like I was shooting from far away. And it's there's not an it's obvious crazy. kill shot on those things either. It's not like you, no. you know, pop them behind the shoulder and they just fall down. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. No, they keep charging. There, there are, I, I have seen these things. I had a friend who, uh, 308 from 250 yards, didn't pierce their fat layer the first shot. Like was he like there's a picture of it. I'm like what the fuck are you, you can sure? see it balled up Are you it's sure crazy. that wasn't Lizzo? It could have been. You never know. <laughs> she hates Lizzo. I, she's I don't hate her. I think she has diabetes. Uh, no, I found a pretty healthy pic of her. 
Oh, yeah, I bet. When when she was 12? <laughs> no. On, stop. No, I Precious. saw the doc. I watched the doc. No, somebody, a bunch of people. Hey, there's a doc about her? Yes. There's a full doc on Lizzo on HBO. A bunch of people tagged me. And I'd like already. this, too. I'd like to make a deposit to your spank bank. There you go. Yeah, somebody already tagged me in this. Okay. There you go. Look Actually, she that. posted something earlier today on Twitter, and it was just ridiculous about fucking my body's none of your business. Like, cool. Well, keep, keep your clothes on. Yeah, right. And stop twerking in front of all of America. Right. That's what I wanted to say. What I did say was just a gif of... Of, uh, Wilfred Brimley saying diabetes <laughs> because you know it's appropriate. It's it it's is true. That, it like, is. She I know she's agile for her size, but her feet are like the the clock's ticking on those bad boys. Yeah, she got big ankles. They're gonna be wrapped in fucking yeah. gauze soon, and then cut sure. off entirely. Yeah, yeah. This is bigger than her her boyfriend's ankles. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Did she have a D on the Minnesota Vikings? No, it was she a one song about it. It was a one time right? deal, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then he bounced too. Well, I don't blame enough, him. So. How well, does somebody that fight? I think he ambled. He didn't bounce. That dude's big. Oh, he no. did. Yeah. yeah, he got into the fight. I mean, look, if you're doing the Oklahoma drills, he trundled, he he trundled out of there. Yeah. Her, him. <laughs> That'd be amazing doing Oklahoma drills with, with Lizzo. Oh. First of all, <laughs> it's all about agility. Dude, I wouldn't underestimate her, man. She's probably the better athlete yeah. she's definitely a better athlete yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. not underestimate her in the Oklahoma drills <laughs> <laughs> yeah but with Lizzo and all this other bullshit that's going on out here uh, it's it's never ending and I feel I, I've said this a million times here doing a daily show you feel like you're going to wake up and just be out of news and then all of a sudden oh not not for the next lifetime no no not these days even the no. M&M's thing today like who gives what a M&M fuck? What? Who gives? They're know. not. They don't want the M and M's to be gendered anymore. So the little characters that you're seeing, are dead serious, because wow. the shoes were too much. There was one that kind of had looked like uh, maybe had tits or something, and uh, <laughs> it was only about the shoes. The green one has always been the had female, high heels, and yeah. they put her in high heels. And they're like, oh, you're sexualizing uh, the candy. Uh, like, okay, cool, man. Yeah, I guess this is where we are now. But we made. <laughs> Uh, Joel, can you send Bob that picture as yeah, well? We made a picture uh, that I think might be appropriate for this. We'll get to that in a By second. By the way, the M&M candies have always been sexualized because every time I hear the yellow M&M talk, I can only think of Hank Schillinger from Oz. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, a little rape going for on me. The, yeah, the yellow M&M has always been a sexual predator. Well, either way, if I find one of these things in the wild, I'm going to fuck it. I don't care what M&M say. I mean, well, so, I only buy candy if I can fuck it. Yeah, so like course. now that you're taking the little shoes off these things, like right. I'm so not no buying nerves M&Ms for anymore. you. It's just like no. Like, well, no, you can musketeers unless only. it's a sexy nerd. You can cram nerds up your fucking dickhole. <laughs> yeah, show me, a, but give me a sexy nerd with huge tits, and then I'm in. Yeah, um, because we've all had the one odd one that pops up, and you're like, oh man, it's got yeah. a couple. Kind of looks on. like a titty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's nice. You like know what bothers me is that fucking toe fungus dude that's always lifting up the toenail and crawling under. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, those commercials like, are the worst. I don't like that guy. The goddamn at all. worst. Not one titty in any of those commercials. None, dude. It's always None. some nasty fucking toe, and then a virus mo- or a fungus monster. So now. Now, uh, Maya Rudolph is going to be the spokesperson for M&M's, and uh, one would imagine they'll probably do a a Super Bowl commercial or something out of that and make it fun. And uh, no more characters anymore. We can't do that. So if it's a man and a woman... It's all over. Like we're we're done with that, Tucker, because we oh, don't yeah. see genders no, anymore. There's, there's no we here. <laughs> I'm not in that group. No, 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 not. Not yeah. us, obviously, but well, we as know. a society, you're apparently. You're saying we. I'm not. As a society. Well, you're not, not going to see an M&M with high heels on it. Well, you need Jacob Rose, though. Pull that picture up there. See, this is, uh, we're, we're mocking up, you know, the famous porn 
thing with the black dudes behind. The oh yeah, tiny yeah, white yeah, girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Joel just do that right yeah. now? Uh, Congratulations, Joel. We'll post minutes. that. Yeah, we'll post that. Hold on, was that a real ad or that's like a meme? No, we just no, made, we made it. Like that yeah. he, we just made it right okay, now. Right, Remember right. when he said go and make that meme? He yeah. just did it right uh, now. Uh, nice work, Joel. I'm very proud of you. And I got to be honest, the legs on that uh, green M and M, I'm getting a little chubbed up. Same here. I'd still fuck that M and M. Oh, 100. percent I'd fuck it. Um, I would have fucked it without legs. Yeah, to be even with the mouth open right there. Well, the mouth open helps. It's better I looking think. than some girls. Yeah, it's definitely better looking than Lizzo. <sighs> yeah, I mean it's uh, it's getting bleak, but we don't have that anymore. We we have uh, body positivity, and then whatever you are, you are. Um, because I watched the... Uh, Who's we? You keep saying we. None of this society, shit applies to me. No. It doesn't apply to you. No. But it applies to everybody else, right? No. Um, I know plenty of people it doesn't apply to. Who? No, no, no. So do I. Right. But, but I'm saying like what they're doing for everything else and just kind of shifting it to get us out of it. Like you're not going to see the M&Ms anymore. So you're not going to be able to fuck them. The Miss Universe thing was last week uh, that is now owned by a trans person. And there was a trans contestant in it. I don't know why we're having a Miss Universe anymore. <laughs> if it's dudes I and mean, girls and everything else. Like, right. No you, reason. You could just ignore. I mean, it wouldn't be good for your show. Your show is better to just make fun of it. Yeah. But, like, I mainly just ignore it. Like, it doesn't. Who cares? For me personally. Yeah, until one of your fucking uh, cows or chickens becomes trans. Then yes. you have to deal with it. <laughs> yes. That'd be amazing. How you, have long a male, you, you have a male <laughs> chicken trying to convince you it can lay eggs. Dude, I will tell you, though. It's and then a, final lawsuit. You, you, you want to know what's funny is uh, I was talking to a sheep rancher mm-hmm. about. I've got, like, a big flock of sheep now. And, uh, like, one of the males, like, is not really developing. And he's like, oh, yeah, about 10% of the males are either gay or they just don't want to, you know, they don't want to hook up. And I'm like, what? You're telling me, like, male sheep are gay? He's like, oh, yeah, this is a known thing. Some, it depends on the breed and blah, blah, blah. But he's like, yeah, it looks like you got one. Like, he's not trying to hump the boys. Mm-hmm. Like, it, maybe he's just, I don't know, asexual, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. He just, like, chilling. I think the 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 best option is probably to get... Like bring in Kirk Cameron or somebody right, like that. Right, but he's not watching Eminem commercials. He's just a sheep. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's just biological, but <laughs> no. I still think Kirk Cameron can get to him. So, yeah, you know and, I mean? and to be he's fair, we real. don't know what the sheep does in his private time. Of all, so. the, of all the people in America right now, yeah. Kirk Cameron, in my understanding, is the closest to Jesus that right? we can possibly get. Yeah. So not only will he be able to ungay your sheep, but he'll probably build you a little barn yeah. or something, right? Because yeah. he was a carpenter, so. and he can uh, double he dip. Can, I, I, I'd say he's a stone throw away from Jesus, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah. probably the top up there. So he's got to be. Close. So he's gonna get. So who's gonna put him up on the cross then? Who the woke Kirk Cameron? If he's oh. Jesus, he's oh, got to well, die for everybody. I mean, right? we'll, we'll get him. Yeah, don't it's worry about still that. Still the Jews. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll yeah, still, be, still the be the Jews. I mean, Kanye might be involved. No, yeah. the, the Jews didn't kill Jesus. The Romans did. The Jews just. You know, whatever. Well, yeah, go ahead and take him. They watched. They the Romans watched. are the one who strung him up. Yeah, but they watched. They didn't do anything. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, so. who? You know, it was the Roman Empire. Yeah, right? to which they were a fucking uh, uh, what do you call it? A subservient state. So yes. it wouldn't be very appropriate for them to intervene. Although they are into watching, yeah, and I know that because I used to have a Jewish roommate, and he would watch me all the time. Have sex. String people up? Okay. Either way. Either way, yeah. Because <laughs> like, Dan does both. I both. shit with the door open, so it's like... Yeah. He peeked in there every now and again. He knew what I was doing, and he yep. still peeked. Yeah. And we all have that. He's like, oh, I just man. wanted to see what you were doing. Like, I'm in here making grunting noises. You knew exactly what I was doing. Can you <laughs> yeah. smell that? Well, it's one uh, of two things. Well... Or yeah. it could be two things at the yeah. same time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he was hoping for the other. Jacking off while you dump out, so yeah. who knows? But uh, yeah, man. Uh, but with that, I, I pay attention to all this shit yeah. because I, my I, my kids are going to ask, and they already have, of like, hey, what what is this? And I'm yeah. like, oh, Christ. And what do you do then? 
Because um, your kids have like iPads and screen school. time no, and everything no, else. Hell no. Really? Hell no. So when you go home, are Hell they allowed no. to watch like YouTube or what? No. How does that work no. in your household? Fuck no, dude. I don't want to poison my children. I don't dump glyphosate down their throat. Why would I want to let them watch YouTube? They're not fundamentally different. <laughs> No, hell no. Like, I will let them uh, sometimes they can, if they want to watch YouTube, it is on my phone for like craft videos. Like they love making stuff, right? So if they want to, hey, daddy, I want to hot glue, blah, 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 this and that. So there's like a ch- craft channel. We find it. They watch the videos. Cool. Great. Like yeah. instructional stuff, right? Yeah. I, and, so when my daughter was five, I, we were a little bit looser. She's six and a half now. When she was like four and a half or five. We were a little looser with kind of letting them watch a little bit of YouTube and like, you know, always educational. Mm-hmm. But then you quick, you start clicking on videos and the algorithm sucks you in the hole, right? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the exact moment where I'm like, no more screens for them. She was riding in the car and she pulled down, you know, the visor and she was like doing this funny bit for her brother where she's like, hey vloggers. And she started acting like one of those YouTube, yeah. uh, Instagram yeah, strumpets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like imitated it perfectly, and I was, oh my god, oh my god, it's infected my daughter already. Yeah, and she didn't know what she was saying or doing. She mm-hmm. was four and a half, right? But the fact that some idiot thought was already um, uh, uh, manifesting, uh, right, coming through my daughter, yeah. I'm like, okay, these all have to go off. Like she's not going to become one of them, and if she is, it's going to be. In spite of what my wife and I do, not because of it. And so after that, we're no, no more. Dude, we started our own school. No, in I dripping, know. I know. Right? Like, because I don't want my kids anywhere near any of that shit. Yeah. So my, my buddy actually, his kids go to your school. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Oh, awesome. And uh, they're up there uh, at a brewery. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah, 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 you, know you know the owner. Yeah. Um, so with that, uh, when they go to, to other kids' houses, how do you then prevent that? So most of their friends go mm-hmm. to the school that we started. It's a Waldorf, right? Yep. And so uh, a Waldorf inspired. And so one of the things with Waldorf is uh, it's not a rule, but it's kind of a community thing is you don't, you don't have screens like anywhere in your house. We have a TV. I'm not a weirdo about it. Like I watched football yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but like uh, uh, we don't, you know, we don't let them have, they don't have their own phones or iPads. They have to use ours. It's always only for specific things. And then that's pretty rare. And so most of their friends are like that too. So we have a lot of, a lot of their friends don't have any TVs or screens at their house at all. We're not quite that extreme, sure, but we're in that universe. And so like, they're just not friends with anyone. And my son has one, he does jujitsu, you know, at the place out there. And like one of his friends is not in his school and like his friend watches a lot of stuff, but then like I just say, Bishop, you know what the rule is? And he's like, Yeah, and I'm like, he's like, Okay. And he probably watches a little when he's over there. I'm not gonna be a, a weirdo about it, right? Yeah. But the point is, like, I don't want I want the dominant influences in their lives to be me, my wife, and our direct community at that school of people I know and I trust. Mm-hmm. And everything else is like five percent at most. You know, like random things that come in. Like I'm not trying to, you know, be a uh, uh, Amish and like, oh, this stuff doesn't exist. They're evil to the devil. Yeah. But as long as we're the dominant influence and the, the, that direct community, they're going to be good. Like, but man, dude, the, I, I no, I don't let them watch any of that. 
And how, mm. how, what year does this school go to exactly? Right now we are uh, up to eighth grade. Eighth grade, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so you're not worried about a freak out in high school or any of that stuff? No, 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 no. Uh, we may end up adding high school. Um, I actually think for boys, especially my boys, uh, going to public school for maybe like 10, 11, 12 or 11, 12 would be probably pretty good. A lot mm-hmm. more girls there. Yeah. And then by that point, they're you know 16. They're pretty solidly who they are. You know, like, and I'm not worried about influences from that point forward. I'm worried about the, in the formative years when they're figuring out who and what they are, when the foundations are being laid on their temperament, their personality, their beliefs, all that. That's the part that like I'm the most focused on. At 16, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to be one of those people like, oh, I screwed up the whole way. I'm going to try and <laughs> save them at 16. Now, I'm, I'm not going to say that's impossible, but that's... Uh-uh. I want to. If you lay the right foundation, it's easy to build a stable house. If you don't lay the right foundation, okay, it's possible, but man, it's only ten times harder. You so, know? so the reason I ask is this is something I struggle with as a parent um, because I've seen the other side of it. So right. I we were initially like, hey, no screens, video games, you know, a, right. a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but then it got to a point where you know the place we live. Tons of neighbors, kids, all of course, that stuff. Um, you're, and they feel left out. Right. 100%. And so when they go over to other people's houses right. and they're saying, Dad, I don't know, yeah. I can't do this, or I don't know yeah. this, and yeah. I'm getting made fun of, or whatever it is, yeah. right? Oh, totally. And so you know, we set a, I think my wife and I have a good set of boundaries as far as like what they can, you know, YouTube kids or, yeah. uh, you know, some childlike video games yeah. here and there or whatever, but uh-huh. uh, nothing too crazy because I, I'm worried about the other extreme of it where, um, man, I can't say this here, but uh, somebody close to me in a family. No, no, no. I a, know what, a family like, member. A lot of homeschooled, isolated people are total fucking weirdos. Yes, 100%. and so a family member of mine was like that. Yeah. They turned eighteen, yeah. went to college. Mm-hmm. We're out. Lost and their it was fucking minds. Rumspringer. I mean, it was <laughs> right. Rumspringer. Exactly. The the difference yeah. was so fucking crazy. Within they weren't two ready. weeks. Yeah, they weren't ready. I had because I met this family member. Said yeah. family member at a yeah. at a breakfast with my parents. They don't have an immune system for that stuff. I'm I, with you. I, it was yeah. a gigantic oh. ta- tattoo the size of this on yeah. their thigh, and I was like, oh, "Holy fucking shit!" I mean, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a total 180, and it was like. Hey, uh, it was like an IHOP or something like that. And they were like, hey, before breakfast, you want to get high? And I was like, you? You smoke? I, like, you smoke weed? Opens up the trunk and it was like uh, like a, like Chong's fucking warehouse where it was just like yeah. way too many things, like yeah. way over the top. And yeah. I was just like, yeah. pipes and bongs and fuck. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, you lost your shit. Yeah. Failed out of college, yeah. uh, I yeah. think within first semester, second semester tops. Oh, dude, totally. and that was it. Yes. So I'm, on, I'm, I'm always torn on this question because I'm like, fuck, I don't want him to be that person either. No, it's a great, so it's a great point. Um, all right, so there's, there's two different things you brought up. One is friends, right? It's a big part of why we started our own school is because we wanted our kids to spend all of their time or the vast majority of their time around families who had similar belief systems to us, right? Mm -hmm. And so by having a Waldorf-style school, you're going to attract people who are uh, anti-screen, you know, uh, like all the believe at least close enough to our beliefs that that when they go over to all their friends' houses, it's pretty close to our house, right? Right. And we live on a ranch, so so like like uh, 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 we have it's not huge, but it's big enough that like it's not a small like suburban suburban community where they're hanging out with all these neighborhood kids, and you have no idea what they're like or who their parents are or anything, right? Mm-hmm. So for the most part, they're and they have a ton of friends. They're just all Waldorf style kids, right? 
And so um, that, that that's uh, one sort of thing. Because you're right, man. If you're th- if you're doing all the things right, and then you throw your kids in a public school, you have no idea what garbage they're getting into, or teachers, friends, everything else. Sure. So so that that's why we started school. Now, as to being like unprepared for the world, uh, that was a real concern of ours. The thing we've realized, though is almost every kid that ends up like that uh, came from a very restrictive, shame-based family, right? Like, you can't do this, you can't do that. You know, fundamentalist religion style, whether it's Amish or Christian or whatever else, right? No, and so they, in this particular case, right. no religion. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's, you, don't re- you don't have to come from religion to be shame-based. It, like... It, it, it meaning it's always rest- you can't do this you can't do that mm-hmm. you can't. we the way we approach our kids is from a very opposite perspective like we very early on like they're you're the boss of your body you can do anything you want you know that's legal and safe but there's going to be consequences and all that sort of stuff and so uh what we do is we get them ready for the world right and but the way we do it is helping them understand in a very emotionally healthy way who you are what you're in charge of what you can do what's your responsibility what's not your responsibility and then also we don't it's not like we don't have any screens in our house because i'm with you we live in a digital world now Mm -hmm. and if you raise a kid outside of anything digital and then release them into a digital world they have no immune system for social media they will get fucked yeah. like it's not good yeah and so uh, like like i said they can be on youtube but it's for specific things like i'm not letting them go down the youtube rabbit hole and then she's watching videos of all these instagram strumpets right mm-hmm. instead it's like craft people okay yeah like this is uh, it's learning like so they understand digital they use it and they, uh, but uh, as they get older we'll expand a little bit and then see what happens like video games we let my uh, all of them they loved minecraft and minecraft is really educational in a lot of ways really great for brain development in a lot of ways the problem is their behavior changed like they would get like they're normally really really good kids well those games are built to be addicted exactly why, yeah. so they would get it they got addicted and they became demons Right, and it was like more like a, a not because of Minecraft, just spending hours on a screen, like their behavior, all that. How old and are they? Eight, six, three and a half. Okay, yeah. And so this was about six months ago. So we cut off Minecraft, mm-hmm. no more, no more video games. But now we're st- like, so we're starting the discussion. Like they've got to uh, uh, negotiate. And uh, with us and figure out, okay, what can we do to get, because they want to play again. They like it. Yeah. And then so so we, t- okay, here's why we took it away. So you got to figure out a system that's going to alleviate or uh, obviate most of these problems that we like and agree with. So we're teaching them negotiation, problem solving, all that. At the same time, they're going to get enough of video games, enough of this stuff where they will develop an immune system so that when they go out in the world... They're not like, oh my God, I don't, I've never heard of weed. I don't know what this is. I don't know what that is. And they get sucked in because these systems are designed to capture and keep your attention. Mm-hmm. I totally <laughs> agree with you. If you, if you unprepare your child, if you do not prepare your children for these in any way, shape or form, th- you are setting them up to fail. At the same time, I think if you make them a big part of their lives, they're going to get sucked into that system. The best result possible is they're the least slavey of the slaves. 
right? <laughs> and no, so I think there's a third way, which is understanding that system, developing an immune system to it, but it's sort of like just enough that you have an immune system, but not so much you get sucked in. And listen, we might be fucking wrong. We might be fucking all of this up, right? I don't think we are, but we'll see. I mean, like you, come back to me when my kid's 28 and, that's and look at what kind why, of man he yeah. is and we'll see. And that's why I you know? struggle with this is uh, I'd, I'd said something on the on the show maybe a year ago and, uh, and a listener hit me up. Um, and said, hey, dude, you didn't seem like the type of parent who wouldn't allow like video games and right. things like that. Yeah. And I was just like, well, you know, part of my upbringing and everything else is, you know, as a writer and all that other stuff, like I personally made the decision to nuke that out of my life, video yeah. games and everything else, yeah. because it was a time suck. Yes. And I was so driven and focused on what I was doing that, yes. I mean, I got rid of it. And there's an ongoing joke on this show where these guys will show me videos from, I don't know, 10 years ago on the internet or like the, the most basic like shit. Like 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah, either way, <laughs> whatever it is um, that I've, you know, I skipped it. I just, I never yeah. saw anything viral right. you don't or know anything what Call else. Call of Duty is, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I've never played one single second of Call of Duty, yeah. but that was because of me, not my parents, right? right. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, I had the option growing up of, hey, you can have video games and blah, right. blah, blah. blah. And then, uh, and then as I got older, I made my own choices. Yes. Uh, but, but this one listener in particular was saying, well, you know, the generation our kids are in now yeah. is that most of them and the, the most high paying jobs will be like coders and things like that for mm. the digital world. Yeah, the, the most gilded of the slaves. Totally. Right. Yes. And, and so how do you raise a child to make a decent amount of money? Um, or are you hoping to make enough that it doesn't really matter? Because that's another conversation I, I, I've had as I, well. So, man, the, my thinking has radically shifted over the last three years on this. So mm -hmm. Radically shifted. Three years ago, you know, pre-COVID, I had a very, very different view. Now, um, I am, I am of the view that uh, uh, if 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 I if my wife and I do a really good job raising our, our our kids, if we love them deeply and if we get them prepared for for the world, um, uh, they won't want to join society in the way that I mean, like a coder would or something, right? Mm -hmm. Like me, you go to uh, is public school or whatever high school, you go to college, you get a good job, or not only will they not want to do that, it will seem to them like what it really is which is disastrous, horrific, uh, uh, dressed-up slavery. And they're not going to do it, right? Then instead, they're going to be like, why would I go fucking do this? None of this makes any sense. I'm super happy living on land. We've actually already talked about it, almost jokingly with our kids. Like, we have enough, more than enough land. If all four of them wanted to build houses on the land uh, there and, like, raise their kids there, and what, we could totally do it. Probably not enough for all of their kids, maybe not grandkids, too. Right. But definitely, we could have five houses, no problem, and, and still tons of ag land and, and grazing land and whatever. And two of our kids are already talking about the houses they want to build. Like, yeah. they're, like, super, super into the idea. And um, uh, I am a big believer in not just generational wealth, but, like, I don't – the idea that kids are supposed to grow up and move away – I think is really fucking stupid. Like you do that if you don't like your family and you don't like your parents. Uh, or, and if you have this boomer consumerist idea that like kids are a thing you want to get out so you can go fucking drink Muay Thai's on, or Muay Thai's on a beach. And I'm like, I, that's, uh, I like, I don't just love my kids. I actually like them. Yeah. And I don't just love my family. I actually like them. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying none of, 
I'm not in any way, shape, or form going to make my four kids do anything or shame them into it or manipulate them into it. But at least two, probably more of them like are going to be like, why would I go anywhere? This is awesome. I'm around my parents who I like, who've been supportive of me, who amazing. And I want to, yeah, I like this area, whatever. I want to, you know, I got to, maybe they'll go somewhere for a while, do something. Of course, the, especially the boys, you go out in the world, you, you find your fortune, you, you do your hero's journey. But when you meet your partner and you're ready to settle down, guys, come back, you know, or, or girls too. Yeah. We're happy to have, we'd love to have you here. And then also, by the way, uh, uh, it, the best way to build wealth is generationally over time. The easiest, best way, yeah. the healthiest way. And so it's like, why, if they want to make their fortune, they can. And I, we will, of course, support them. But like, you can also come, we're, like, we got land here. You know, and like you can have, you can have a very low paying job relative to, you know, whatever and, and, and make more than if, if the land's already bought and paid for, uh, it's not expensive to build new houses. If you do it certain ways, especially like local materials, whatever, you can build a better house, a nicer house. You do a lot of the labor yourself. You can have a nice house for a hundred grand, you know? And so like there's any number of jobs they could have. And that's not even counting like uh, any wealth we'd contribute, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like uh, the entire concept of, of almost every assumption of the modern world, I find anti-family, anti-happiness, anti-emotional health, almost every single one. And so we, most of them we've questioned and are coming to different conclusions for both for us, me and my wife individually, and and our family. Now, look, our kids may end up going different paths, right? Some may buy into that, some may not. At the end of the day, that's their decision, not mm-hmm. ours, right? And, and that's the first thing we teach them is this is your life, not ours. You're the boss of you. We're not the boss of you. Right now, we're in charge of certain things because you don't know how to be safe. When you do, when you know how to be safe and responsible, you're an adult and you're illegally it's at 18 for some of you it might happen after for some of you it might take a while to yeah, get yeah, there yeah. but you're going to be able to make your own decisions totally and our job is to get you there in the best way to help you get there in the best way possible we'll see what happens man but i don't bite into any of the assumptions of modernity none of them what were you going to say Dan? um i mean it's it's not just the modern world it's this has been going on since human beings have existed like Hemingway's call of the wild, I want to go out and build something of my own and not just leech off of my relatives. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? That, especially for young men. Women, I'm, I'm not sure I'm about, but if, for young if, men, if it's my, never going to be like that. If my boys have the urge <clears throat> to go do their own thing, I'm going to support them, encourage them. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, right? But what if their thing is building the ranch they grew up on like literally it's one mm-hmm. of the things we talked about when we bought this land we mm-hmm. went out there and we're like like because you know we had a nice place barton creek and whatever yeah, yeah and i'm like like do you guys want to come out here and live here and like mm-hmm. yeah i'm like you understand if we live here you're all gonna have short work to do because this is our land and we talk and we you know if we make this land better we're doing it for ourselves because we own this land mm-hmm. now they don't quite yet understand property taxes and all that right Boy, which is a they do a that's a fun thing in texas right yeah. exactly but but uh, but they get and so they you know they 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 understand that they are all working towards a common goal that benefits them and their family right now if they decide they want to go build their own thing mm. later totally totally down with it I get it right uh, but I also want them to have the opportunity to continue to build that thing 
right? Because yeah. I'm not going to live forever. Building you know? it, though, I mean, like, you're, so I, I, in principle, I agree with what you're saying, but life is a lot more complicated than that, right? Because there are existential factors that are going to come attack your farm at some point. And unless you have things like allies and world experience, you're not going to be able to defend against that shit. Yeah, I mean, that's okay, yeah. Tucker, you've been on the show before. We got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. New year. New you. New mattress, damn it. Get some new pillows, too. Right now, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is offering 30% off a mattress, and you get two free pillows with it. How long will that deal stay in place? I have no idea. So you might as well do it now. Uh, if you're trying to take better care of yourself and sleep and all that other stuff is is very, very important in this life, no better place to do it than a ghost bed from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. While you're there, peruse the rest of the sites. They've got some amazing sheets. I got the sheets in every single room in my house, uh, a cover in there, and uh, they've also got the weighted blankets. Don't have the weighted blanket. Can't afford that much sleep. But if you can out there, I'd highly recommend it. Everybody else who has that goddamn thing loves it. Uh, and then if you're looking for a, the the big boy deal, the largest deal they have, they got 40% off a bundle package, which is the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. And uh, that's just a fun night. Fun, endless nights of sex on that goddamn thing. You can pop it up in a book mode, TV mode, all that other stuff. It also works as like just sexual positions if you want. It's very good for that. And uh, vibrates from head to toe, USB ports, flashlights in it. Uh, it's the best. Super sleek remote control uh, is, is the thing that uh, takes care of all of that. You just press a couple buttons and you're good to go. Now, if your lover, man or woman, uh, decides that, hey, man, I don't, I don't want to go up. Uh, all the way because I like to sleep before you. They offer it in a split king as well with two separate remote controls. So you're good to go on that. Uh, head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros to get all these deals. And when you check out, you're going to see a 60 month pay as you go program at checkout. And uh, if you click that box, all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And you can walk out of there with a brand new bedroom set for about 25 bucks a month. Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got bubsnaturals.com. Bubs Naturals is a tribute to former Navy SEAL Glenn Bub Doherty, national hero who laid down his life saving Americans in Benghazi. Uh, Glenn's call sign in the Navy was Bub. His best friend started a company. He was on the show, actually. Great dude, great guest. And uh, uh, named the company after him. And what they do is they give 10% of all profits to, to charity in Glenn's honor, starting with the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation. Now, on Veterans Day, 100% of the proceeds go to the Glenn Doherty Foundation, which is amazing as well. And what do they do over at Bub's? They give you the best collagen protein on the planet. Uh, Bubs is truly unflavored, uh, exceedingly soluble, and better than all the other guys. This is stuff you're you were probably getting at GNC and you're taking anyways. You might as well get it uh, from a company that supports veterans. Uh, per serving, you're looking at 20 grams of protein, seven essential uh, amino acids, 
and one single ingredient from their collagen protein. It's essential for uh, joint health, uh, muscle recovery, gut health, and more. And uh, it's 100% NSF. Uh, for sports certified as well. Whole 30 approved too. They've also got some MCT oil powder on there. It's going to be your new favorite functional coffee creamer. Uh, you just put that right in there and you're good to go in the morning. Uh, and the MCT oil powder is vegan and keto friendly. So if you are on those diets that I was talking about earlier, you're good to go. MCT oil powder is great for mental focus and energy. Again, this is something we've been taking for for years. You might as well get it from a great company with a little bit of savings. So just go on over to bubsnaturals.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. That is bubsnaturals.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. So how do you get that? Well, so what what, what specifically are you talking about? In general, uh, I'm talking about the right. federal government. Like people need to understand why it is important for us to build defenses against it and try our best to dissolve it entirely oh dude I, right? I, listen I, I am all on board mm-hmm. of that i totally get that there's a reason why we started a school it's not just to get our kids out of public mm-hmm. school it's because uh look think about this man what is there are two major issues for adults how do you make friends as an adult? It's mm. really fucking hard, which sounds like, what are you talking about? But then you think about it, it's actually, it's not easy. There uh, are I ways, made five past like 30. Right, I exactly. Mean. But then the other thing is, how do you build community as an adult? Because mm. moving into a suburb is like, then it's random. And so uh, uh, part of why my wife and I, we, we weren't the only ones who started the, the school. It was us and another family were the primary ones. Um, but like we, we, we put up a lot of the money for the school. And the reason is because like, okay, this is an amazing way to meet p- great people who are mm-hmm. going to be aligned with us values wise, <laughs> not business. Because like, you can start a business, you can do all that. And business is great. I love it, but it's different. And so uh, like a, a school is an amazing nexus for community, mm-hmm. right? A way to make meet great people, aligned people, and then a nexus for us to come together as a group and build something together, right? And so like our family is like the core of my life and then the ranch is right there. Then the school community is outside of mm-hmm. that and the community they're all building. I'm with you, dude, but I don't think, I think the answer to an overreaching centralized t- tyrannical authority is lots and lots of small tight-knit very strong very capable communities uh, that's right? that's true uh that's the first step right the second step is all those fingers coming together to make a fist and without understanding other people and other cultures that ain't gonna happen yeah i mean they, there's a very uh uh diverse i guess type of thinking about this sort of stuff this is what one of the things i like i talk about all the time with politics people on the right and left generally hate the government for mostly the same reasons right they just use different uh uh, examples of why they hate the government they hate that the government takes their money they hate that the other people rely on them they hate that the government does shit they don't like right Right, it's just which stuff they don't like or which person's getting taxed or whatever the fuck right Mm -hmm. so like without having exposure to this stuff you know it's going to be difficult for them to contextualize it now look you're not going to be doing that at eight years old so that's it's not really uh it's kind of a moot point until they're probably like in their teens frankly because they don't understand this shit anyways but at some point it seems especially for young men it seems like a good idea to put them out into the universe a little bit like maybe maybe i I don't know i mean high school is tough for kids because it's just a weird ecosphere of 
I, like, nonsense. Dude, I, I have the the options are not stay home yeah. and be a mama's boy no, know, or go do your own yeah, thing. I know. Those like that, that's 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 just nonsense. Mm-hmm. The, the the I I fully expect all four of them will uh, go at some point, whether it's a vacation or f- ten years. Go do their own thing. Mm. Yeah, of course. Like that's that's. Uh, but that some, will depend on yeah, them. And some of it is rites of passage stuff too. It's a big problem. Totally. Yes. It's a big problem with the West, but particularly in the U.S., where young men, especially again, don't have intrinsic rites of passage in the growing up process anymore. One of the only ones that's left is going to high school and then going to college. For especially for just like non-Catholic, non-Jewish kids in America, there's no. Or for for dudes, there is no rite of passage to say, "Hey, you're a man now." Here's here's a, a very key indicator that you now have uh, new responsibilities or whatever the fuck else. Right? It just doesn't happen anymore. And well, you know, like all the other stuff that doesn't happen, like we don't have real existential threats trying to murder us all the time now. So we get soft, right? But you still have to you have to go hunt. You have to put yourself in harm's way every now and again to make sure that iron stays sharp. How do we do that? And I'm curious how what your plan See, is but later hold on. Hold on, hold on. Like everything you keep talking about, you're assuming the culture is supposed to do all of this, and it, do, it you're right, it doesn't. Like, yeah, well, no, the what, culture what is just the stone against which you sharpen the fucking knife. It's it's it okay. just happens to so, be there. So you're talking in generalities, mm-hmm. right? So l- let's get to something specific, so that that way, like, it's much easier to have a discussion on specific mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, a uh, rite of passage is a great one, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there is not a cultural rite of passage for men or women. You can argue that, that menstruation is kind of a rite of passage mm-hmm. for yeah, women in a certain way, I guess. And then Catholics but, and Jews have. Bar mitzvah right, right, exactly. and the con- I circle my kids uh, with two stones, and uh, but that's just, that's something I like to. It's a hobby. But yeah. th- that's uh, the the broader culture doesn't. But you can do it. Like as a family, as a father, sure, yeah, yeah. I can do it. You well, that, can. That's do why it. I'm asking. I'm and not. So, I'm not criticizing your. Yeah, your pa- I'm asking. What's your plan? to hit those markers and let like it third third team seems like i mean historically speaking 12 or 13 has been the age for young men right right. Uh and it's it wasn't always about uh well i mean the catholics have confirmation the uh the jews have uh bar mitzvah but like farmers like hey it's time to go fucking you you get new respect you're now in charge of plowing this field or something right so So how what's your what's your plan for that um i I don't have a specific plan Mm. for a rite of passage thing because i think it depends on the kid Oh, right? yeah, so, so my eight-year-old uh, was super into guns. He mm. really wanted a gun. We got him a BB gun when mm. he was six and explained, you know, like all the, the four rules of gun safety and all that. And, and uh, like when you really show us you've mastered these and are responsible, we'll get you, you know, a twenty-two. I thought it would take three years. That dude was like, I, he was safer than Jeff Cooper yeah. with that fucking thing. For, so it ended up being like a year and we well, got you, him a If you tie the discipline to uh, some kind of beneficial result, that's pretty much how... Uh, all of bi- human biology works, right? So it's a very effective way to to get somebody to take something seriously. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yes, yes, <laughs> uh, totally. The, it, but the point is, each I think each kid has its own sort of. They have their own. They have their own journey, mm-hmm. and, and my job is not to tell them what their journey is, or force them down a path, or or make it mine, but to help them discover what theirs is, mm-hmm. and then support them on that. Right. Yeah. So for him, like he's uh, he gutted his first uh, deer the other. Day. He didn't shoot it. I shot it. He gutted it. He was so proud of himself. 
and like you know like, so as he kind of goes forward and shows interest and shows ability then we kind of go through each of mm. those doors right whereas like my uh three and a half year old doesn't i don't think he's going to be into that we'll see right now my six-year-old girl is super into hunting too awesome if she wasn't i wouldn't be like you're going to be killing deer at 18 yeah. whether you want to or not yeah. no that's nonsense like no, it, everybody's got their own i mean i i think a lot of it is it <laughs> Some people are just naturally inclined towards stuff because they're good at it, and you, you it's nice to be good at stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Some people choose to do hard things just to do them, which is you know, sometimes beneficial, sometimes it's super fucking annoying. Yeah. Like CrossFitters, for example. Right. Uh, just go away. No one cares about that shit. Cycling. Um, but yeah, it's like all of the things that... It's not society or culture that provides these things. It is just the circumstance that provides it right putting people in a circumstance where iron meets iron and it gets tested because you know belief without yeah, being tested I, is like, nothing I, i'm a believer as much as possible picking that right like sure, if you can, my son yeah, yeah. loves jujitsu have you read uh a uh, uh, hunter gatherer's guide to the 21st century no you should read it i mean it's it's basically the same stuff but uh, the, the general concept is expose your kids to low level risk as much as possible and then tie yes. something some kind of result to that like hey you can do this this and this here's the uh, end state that you should be expecting and blah 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 it's a, it's really smart no that we we do so i it's so <laughs> funny people we have this uh, massive island in our kitchen right like center kitchen mm-hmm. island we let our kids stand on it you know because one it, they they can they're talking to us eye to eye which is huge for kids but then also it's risky like it's a, they can fall off yeah. all that sort of stuff and so uh, uh like one of the standing rules in our house is for kids if it's safe and legal you're allowed to do it. We tell them the yeah. risks. And, and well, I can't tell you how many people come to our house and we'll see kids, the oh, yeah. kids standing there and freak out. Like, yeah. And they'll like run at the kids. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And I'll have to stop it. Yeah. Like it, It's not an accident that they're up here. You can see us in here. You you need to chill he's, and take your stuff somewhere else. He's developing his core strength right now. I think their main <laughs> rule was uh, don't fuck with your head or your eyes. Yeah, and that's everything else. Like, don't fucking get stabbed in the face because yeah. you're doing yeah. something stupid. Don't fall and break Makes your sense. head open. Otherwise, yeah. if you break a fucking hand, an arm, or a finger or something, who cares? Yeah, yeah. kid, that's what you're supposed to do. You I, know mean, I mean, we're definitely we're definitely free range parents, and mm-hmm. that we let them take any risk that's not going to be a real danger or mm-hmm. irreversible danger or something like that. I mean, that. people hear you talk about this, and their their brains go to all their experience with people that have gone through it, people that have been. Uh, isolated who right. you know have been removed Home from school. greater society yeah that one girl who won the spelling competition like 10, 20 years ago was super weird the one Remember? that was like yeah, put her hands over her face right. yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. yeah she was yeah. super home but that's not like i uh. tim kennedy's got a school that's the same goddamn way it's doing the same stuff i don't i don't know that they focus on the same uh it's close enough to it, what, it's, it's close it's pretty close, it's close yeah. to what you're describing yeah. I mean, it's basically like a no, montessori if, if i lived for north we probably would have gone to yeah it's too far away it's an hour and a half away it's far it's far yeah but it's like a montessori for people that aren't pussies basically yeah, right exactly yeah. right uh, and I, I want to go back to something you said earlier because I feel the same way uh, with with my kids as well. Right. The dream is for me because I I don't love my kids. I also like them as yeah, well. You yeah. know, um, I hope they move close or want to live yeah. close and everything else. I had a good relationship with my parents growing up, right? And so uh, when the time came and I started a family, I said, "Hey, it'd be great for you to retire here. How yeah. about I get you a house here yep. so you're close and down the road? You can know grandpa and grandma and all that other stuff." And uh, they would help babysit and everything else, and it was great. Yeah, um, I hope that's what my kids want 100%, to do. Hundred percent, me too. Because uh, the the happiest people I've met 
are close with their children multi-generational forever correct very close and uh, the other the other way to do it if it's not a homesteading kind of deal is like we own you you put uh, a vacation home in a family trust that passes down to the kids when yep. you avoid taxes on that shit when yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no capital or not a capital there's no death tax on that shit but right. also it's like we know a couple times a year we all meet back here i have some friends that yep. have intentionally done that yeah yeah it seems like a good like you've got one in uh uh in wilmington Oh yeah, it's somewhat like that. Yeah. yeah, and the shit. You know Mario Van Peebles, the director. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, dude, uh, he's not just a director. He's one of the best well, actors. He's of one all of the time. greatest actors yeah. of all time. But yeah. I, I just, he's in my mind for directing. Wait, what was that cyborg movie? I, he I made? was watching uh, the Wu Tang uh, Clan. It's a scripted show on Hulu. Yeah. And uh, he directed half of them. So, like the last episode I watched last night, it was directed by him as well. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, but I had a probably an hour and a half conversation with him about this. Yeah. And I go, why are you so fucking happy all the time? Right. <laughs> and he goes, my life is great. Yeah. And he goes, it always has been. And he goes, great dad. Uh, loved hanging out with my dad. I was sad when he passed away and everything yeah. else. And uh-huh. I go, you got kids and all the other stuff. And he goes, yeah, I got kids. And he goes, and they live across the street. Yeah. And I was like, no way. And yeah. I go, uh, I go, how'd you finagle that one? And he goes, well... I bought the houses, you know, yeah. and it's like originally there was going to be rental properties and, you know, at least I could control who was there. Yeah. But then as my kids got older, um, you know, our relationships were so strong that they had asked. There you go. They would be like, hey, dad, we would love to hang out with you, whatever. And, you know, so he's like, you know, Saturday, Sundays, uh, kids yeah. are over, everything else. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy is, is the same way, too, where yeah. it's just like the house is open. He's got a million kids. They come over right. with their kids and everything else. And it's great. That would be the dream. We just can't control what's going to happen once they get out and decide to do what to they control. do. Me They're going to do what Me they either. want. Uh, but it's the right? dream, right? Yeah. And, uh, and we'll see if that ends up happening or not. But in the meantime, as far as generational wealth is concerned, that's what I'm aiming for. So at least I can buy all the shit in case... Mm. It really does hit the fan, and you know, robots do start taking over. Well, your money's like, not going to be worth shit. Like, it's not your but property I, and your ability. I was, to, I was just, productive goods will be. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you can defend them, right? Yeah, yes. but, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but real estate. Yeah, and it's the same thing that you know Mario was talking mm-hmm. about, and what you're talking about. That's my aim with the generational wealth, yeah. where it's like, all right, if I can buy these properties. And then just give them the option of like, hey, we live down the street and it would be rad. And if you want to and, and everything else, yeah. we would love to have you and vice versa. Of course. Uh, but you yeah. just never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Um, because the ones with shitty relationships with their parents definitely don't want that. Yeah. And so they're long gone, never right. talked to them, everything else. I, I don't want to be around my parents. Really? Same. Oh, no. That, no, was no. My, that was my next question. Yeah. No. So what, no. what happened there? And did that influence your decision when you had kids? Um, uh, nothing happened. My parents are just... Uh, sad, broken, dysfunctional people, and there's, there's, there's no relationship to have. Like you can't really have a healthy relationship with unhealthy people. It would I be mean, really awkward know? to try to have like a casual relationship. I'm the same way. A casual relationship with your parents that you have no like values in common with. I, what, what's the pur- purpose exactly? Because people are like, oh, that's your parents. You should do something. Like, yeah, no, why? That's bullshit. Yeah, I'm yeah. Worried, no, but because, do you find it odd though? But either of you no. guys, that's. You were uh, raised in these households, and you're totally well, different than your parents. Um, it's not no, uh, it's not some. It's not like I had some great childhood, and all of a sudden we have different values. No, mm. I had a shitty childhood. They were shitty parents. Like that's just, they were really. They're, they're not horrible people. Mm. They did the best they could. They're just very broken and very dysfunctional. They never worked on themselves. They've never done their work. They loved me as much as they could, but they had very little to give, and so they gave very little. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't make them bad or wrong. It's just there's not much there. Mm. And they, they are the icon. If you want to understand who they are, just think of like the most iconic boomer narcissist, like like Donald Trump without the real estate, or like a you know a poor man's Donald Trump. Like that's kind of my dad, right? And then uh, my mom is just another dysfunctional boomer, and that's who they are. And there's nothing to have a relationship with. They're 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 it's just nothing. There. It would they, just be weird to try to force it. Well, and then, oh, they're, yeah. then they're around your kids and shit. You're like, ah, well, yeah. What do you do then? I'm good. Do they say, hey, I want to no, come well, and see so your kids? My mother has never actually met her grandchildren. Like, I haven't talked to her in 15 years or something or 20 years. Uh, I know my. I've been with my wife for 10 years. She's never met my wife. She's not. She's not a bad person at all. Just not a good mom. And there's no. She was never really a mom at all. So there's nothing. There's nothing to have a relationship with. People who had good parents don't under. They, like they look at me like they like they don't. My wife. She had great parents, right? They had their problems, but they were really mm. good. She didn't understand what it meant. She thought her parents were bad when she met me. And then as she got to really know me and saw, like, met my dad and then saw some interactions from afar with my mom, she's like, oh, wow. I had no idea what real dysfunction looks like. I had no idea. She's like, okay, like, my parents had some problems, but they were, n- I-, I thought they were the worst and they were, like, amazing. Have you ever been like, in a relationship and it's clear, you live together, it's clearly over? So you're basically just like roommates? Now imagine that for your entire childhood, because that's kind of oh, a great gotcha, description. Gotcha, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. It was like, we all live in the same house. I know that that's their roles and shit, and they, uh, they function yes. in those ways to provide a lot of stuff, but we just aren't family. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's not a values in relationships. It's not mm-hmm. like, I've definitely met people <clears throat> whose like, parents loved them, but they like believe very different things. Mm-hmm. That to me is easy to get over, right? Mm-hmm. This is a fundamentally... There's, well, unless they believe in like state power then okay, it's gonna be you're a problem, right you're right, right? That, that, there's white, gotta be a okay, line or, somewhere or, or white power <laughs> no, yeah. okay, well white okay. power i can negotiate with scientologists <laughs> I, okay i guess that's that's true but like like my wife's mom my mother-in-law uh we have a great relationship with her i think she's amazing uh we our vacation house is in tennessee it's right by her so every time we're there she's like she basically watches the kids the whole time they're at granny's you know they probably spend a month a year at granny's with her they love it she loves it um uh, uh, like it's amazing it works great you know like I think probably as she gets older we'll we'll she's gonna end up moving into our mm. guest house like she she's in her mid-60s now so she's whatever fine but like uh, that'll eventually happen and it'll be great like it, it, in any sort of healthy family dynamic mm-hmm. something like this works works great it breaks down when you have very toxic unhealthy family dynamics right but like I can control that as a parent. Like my wife and I can be very healthy. We can raise our kids really well. I can't control who they're going to become, but generally speaking, if you love them really well, you do a great job, they're going to at least be healthy. If they don't want to be there, they don't want to be there. If they have different values, whatever. That's whatever happens, happens. But um but we're not my my kids and I are not going to have the relationship that I had with my parents. Right. It might look a little bit like my wife's relationship where yeah, maybe they go through a period where they're like fussy at me and I, then like it all works out or something more conventional, right? Yeah. That could happen totally. Yeah, absolutely. But um no, I don't have a relationship with either of my parents. There's nothing to have a relationship with. They're too narcissistic and too wounded and too unwilling to deal with anything. And I've done so much work and have like I'm at a place where it's like there's no 
I wouldn't hire people like that to do work with. I'm definitely not going to have a relationship with them. I don't care if they're my parents or not. That by itself is not enough to overcome all the toxicity and horribleness. Yeah, like Chet Hanks, for example, right? Well, doesn't have a great relationship with Tom. I just saw him on the red carpet with Tom the other night at the the auto premiere. So <laughs> I beg to differ. It's friends. hard to believe that that's I Tom beg Hanks' son, isn't to it? Differ, and yeah. it's I, it would be dream guest by the it way. It would be. A lot easier to believe that Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks' son if uh, Colin Hanks wasn't Tom Hanks' son. Sure, because he's different like women. Yeah, it's like oh, uh, they, they, they are, are different. That's true. Moms, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's the 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 seed is strong, as they like to say. Uh, he, <laughs> it's like they took all the talent away from Tom Hanks. It's like, hey, there's another one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Chet comes out and he's like, fucking, let's get some face tattoos. Well, I think Chet, wasn't it a black mom for Chet or is he just acting black? It's Rita Wilson. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, she's, well, she's she did blackface, blackface You're not once. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> she did blackface. I think she did. Can I think you, she was now, in that Harriet Tubman. Uh, if, bio-pick. if you do blackface, are you now in danger of getting sickle cell? <laughs> right? I I'm would not know. a doctor. I don't know. It'd only be I would, fair. It'd be we, fair. We I can't even like, that one. We can't determine what a fucking woman is anymore. So the new health advisor for the uh, Biden administration is uh, insane. Yeah. Like her, she, they're going to rewrite the food pyramid and she believes that like um, fruity pebbles are healthier than yeah, butter. She's, the, yeah. she's one of the people involved in that. Yeah. All right? foods are created equal. The only Great. foods that are bad are foods that are toxic or tainted. Yeah, so she wants she wants the government to press on the fact that obesity is genetic and not behavior-based, uh, right? And yeah. then do you remember the guy who said... Uh, uh, you're looking forward to this the winter of extreme illness and death. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. been promoted now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then right. they they brought another guy on. I think it's in the finance uh, part of the White House, and he's another fucking like leather wearing weirdo. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, it's dude, great. can we? I, I three or four years ago, I started joking that it's becoming the capital from the Hunger Games, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea, man. Fucking do that." <laughs> like, no, I was kidding. No. Stop. It's, it's for getting, fuck's sake. It's getting close. I did steal a bunch of luggage this weekend, though. You have to in memoriam. Yeah, you have to. I mean, if if a, if a nice Louis bag is there, you take it. Now. There ah. were lots of extra announcements of make sure you check the tag before leaving the baggage oh, area. Was well, you really? Know, oh yeah, but uh, some buddies of mine, David Lucas, the comedian here from Austin, included. We're talking about the Chicago airports, both of them, uh-huh. and how they're like randomly checking people's IDs that are picking up luggage now. Yeah, Don't you, do, are you guys old enough to remember they used to like you have to go through a checkpoint and you have to show oh, yeah. them your bag? Yes. Yeah, like I remember when I was ten yeah. doing that, and then show an ID or whatever yeah, it right. is and be yeah. like, "All right, cool, yeah, yeah." Right. They used to do that. They yeah, don't right. do that now. Anymore. No one gives a shit. Well, yeah, no. we have to automate everything because <laughs> doing work is fucking bullshit oh it's bullshit uh it also costs money to keep people alive and yeah. we would rather keep the robot alive Fuck yeah people. you got to keep the robot alive yeah. uh one other thing that i wanted to ask you about was because uh, I'm, I'm in a very very similar boat uh, yeah. as you with uh past works that i've written yeah. um when kids grow up and finally okay. read said books yeah, so at yeah. what point is that their bedtime so story that, that already know, okay dude. so that already happened to me <laughs> oh, oh so, so my daughter Which, this is like a, a year six months ago my daughter um, pooped her pants, you know, had an accident, you know, and she was five and a half or six at the time, and um, pretty embarrassed by it. 
And her mom said, oh, honey, don't worry about it. Your, your daddy pooped his pants in a hotel lobby when he was a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, they were like, what? At, was like, that your buddy's bachelor party or some shit? Uh, it was like a, we were in law school. We were mm-hmm. traveling to Austin. It was at the Embassy Suites downtown. <laughs> and, um, uh, you should take her there and no, show no, her, like, hey, she, here's, right, here's where I shit my pants, honey. <laughs> uh, obviously, my kids lost their fucking mind because they're like, daddy shit his pants? And, <laughs> yeah. and so like they peppered her with questions. And she's like, oh. But she realized what she said yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. and she actually showed them you know like the scene of the movie of that part <laughs> and they're like but that's not daddy and then no no that's an actor playing you know and then they're like well why is there a movie of daddy like they're yeah. like what the fuck are you talking about yeah. why does she do this this is a terrible idea but, all my around. wife doesn't always think things through like yeah. this. this is the real reason the max household has no screens because you don't <laughs> yeah. want your fucking 10 year old reading tr- tucker tries anal or whatever <laughs> no and then they but then uh, once they realize of course i get home and they're like daddy 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 mommy said you pooped the lobby and like is this true and they're all dude it was all three of them at the time it was only three looking at me and i'm like yes because i swore i'm ne- i'm always gonna tell them the truth maybe yeah. not tell them everything but mm. i'm never gonna lie to them i'm yeah. gonna tell like yes daddy pooped himself in a hotel lobby oh dude it was for weeks enough no other conversation they made up a song about it oh how does it go daddy daddy pooped a lobby lobby or what i mean like it wasn't a great song Mm -hmm. but it was like one refrain and they just repeated it for days on end so that's that's a core memory it's probably going to get mentioned at each one of their weddings now oh yes a hundred percent so good luck with all that we have video of my daughter singing the the song (laughs) and having the blast and they, they still like when they get mad at me sometimes they're like well you sh- pooped in a lobby and i'm like you're right i did poop in a lobby or the, you know whatever uh no it's they 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 they're not old they don't really read yet mm-hmm. the eight-year-old can read but um but they're um they oh dude the best part was uh like so they were ragging me about this i'm like listen you guys should be appreciative like my lobby shit paid for all this yeah. <laughs> and then vaughn my daughter's like what are you talking about and then bishop's like oh Daddy wrote a book about pooping, and that's what uh, that's what he sold a lot. And I'm like, the book's not about pooping, asshole. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's not not about pooping. It's not not about pooping either. Um, because it's, it's partly I, I, about pooping. And, and and I hope they serve beer in hell was so big yeah. uh, that like everybody still knows it. Yeah. So it's going to get into their hands oh, and be I have like, no problem. oh, because you know other parents are going to yes, be like, of course, of course. Wait, who's your dad? Yeah, Tucker Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. It, Dude, that's who you're... Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I have no problem with them reading it. I'll tell them about it. We'll talk about it. What I, All of it. Like, it's it's part of my life. It's whatever. So there's no... If I, if I can't... All the shit I said 20 minutes ago, I can't say that and be like, no, no, you can't read the book. We're hide that. That'd be bullshit. I'm well, not doing that. Luckily for all of us, uh, China's going to own all this. Yeah, before <laughs> any of your kids are fucking adults. Uh, probably. And well, it'll be, uh, it'll be rated EC10... You know what I mean? Like you won't. It, it'll all be uh, deleted from the internet for subversion or something. Yes, it's then, all. It's it's heading that route. And yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll either be fighting uh, Boston Dynamics robots or the fucking Terminator. Who cares, man? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, just prepare your kids for war because that's where we're going. Well, that's how it ends, right? They're like, Daddy. They're like, Mommy, Mommy, why are those Chinese people cutting Daddy's head off? And she'll be like, Well, because he pooped in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pooped in the lobby. <laughs> and then I'm, they start singing the song. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the George Brett camp on this uh, one. Do you know that? that story with george brett what no. uh george brett pooped his pants became a, one of the first viral videos on youtube uh and they've he was mic'd up and he 
thought the mic was killed. Yeah. And he's going through spring training, and at this point, he's retired, and yeah. he's just kind of coaching the younger guys. Yeah. And he goes, uh, they're all just stretching out on the field. Day just started on spring training. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he looks at this one kid, and he goes, hey, man, you ever poop your pants? The guy's like, uh, no, no, I haven't. <laughs> That's goes, a liar. Yeah, he goes, really? I'm, I'm good for once a year, probably pooping my pants. And so... Um, I told my kids the same thing. Yeah. So my kid had a similar accident and he yeah. felt, felt embarrassed about it. Yeah. You know, obviously potty trained and all that stuff. Right. And I go, Hey bro, I was like, it happens all of us. Dad's good for that once a year. If you Maybe don't shit twice. yourself once a year, you're not taking enough risk in life. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. that made him feel better. But, yeah. uh, yeah, when he gets older, like I'm going to play the George Brett story for him. And it's like, Hey dude, it's, it's uh, fine. Even George Brett did it. George Brett was <sighs> a hall of famer. Did it? Oh dude, a hall of famer. Not uh, only did he do it, uh, but he do it. He did it at the Bellagio. Mm. Uh, and it was a wet one. So he had to leave his, his pants. Like he had to leave his, all of his stuff. Well, luckily uh, you can just walk right. Next, boxers you can walk right next door and buy new clothes well right. he could have walked I, and i'm my guess is that that gift shop is right yeah. I, that's probably where he went well, you can go over and he's the got metro. some nice tommy bahama uh you know whatever that's they what he was Bellagio. probably wearing in the first place i can't imagine him wearing anything else me uh, neither me seems neither like a tommy bahama guy. But, I mean, they, they remixed the video <laughs> it's got a house version as well and it's great <laughs> that's um, funny yeah for george brett uh, he tried to get it taken down and uh, why you gotta lean into it man what a douchebag it was well you at, the own it. at the time uh, oh, yeah. it, it was you know because youtube was like starting like oh six or something yeah. right yeah. so you're kind of looking in a way twitter and all that stuff didn't exist so yeah. like when things went viral yeah. that was the one place where yeah. you were just like oh shit so this George Brett pooped his pants story had like 9 million views. Yeah. So whenever I think like George Brett was a, a great baseball player. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. I think of two things. Pine tar incident. Yeah. Pooping his pants at the Bellagio. Yeah. That's all I think about uh, when I think of George Brett now. And that makes me sad inside. What about you the know? 1985 World Series? Don't think about it. What about like, didn't there some article like how George Brett couldn't really date in Kansas City because he'd slept with every single woman in the city? Or oh, something? No, that's true. Yeah, that's definitely Kansas true. Kansas City's yeah. pretty small, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. it's small. It's like half and the you size got, of Austin, yeah, you get around basically. there. Because yeah. if you're in Kansas City and that famous, yeah, I mean, that's it, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah you are. Like, there's no like colleges and shit around there, really big ones. No, so no, you gotta drive the UM like the, and all that. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, if, you're getting barbecue at a gas station, and then probably fucking that girl just to do it. <laughs> the waitress, at Joe's, yeah, at that, that Joe's in the that, gas so. station. Yeah, yeah. We, we we've all where it's just like, ah, yeah, uh, it happens. How long is that? Well, how I long think it's Jack Shack Burt or something. Gonna right? take? It's, yeah, he's class. He's going to Jack Stack. Jack oh, okay, Stack, gotcha. That's right. Yeah. He's a sit down barbecue. Yeah. How long are the burnt ends gonna take? Cool. You want to just fucking bang? You know they don't have burnt ends anywhere else because they actually cook the fucking biz. Brittany and I went to the first time she came down here. I think um, we went to uh, uh, what's the place we always go to? Uh, Black, Terry Black's. Terry Black's yeah. Went to Terry Black's and they're cutting up some fucking brisket. And she's like, "Hey, can I get some burnt ends?" And they looked at her and then looked at each other and then looked back at her and like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> so they like, don't even know what they are. Yeah, no. she's like, oh, "I can cut Texas. I can cut dude. the burnt ends off of this thing, but you, you know, it's better when it stays attached to the meat." Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I don't understand burnt ends. It's like we're incompetent. So here's here's dump a bunch of fucking stuff on they're there. They're the best. I like no, shit not. burnt. No, it's it's the Missouri barbecue version of chopped beef. I guess, yeah. You know, but. like they're, yes, they're. It's so cute when people from other ah, this barbecue is better. I'm like, stop. Let's just go to Lockhart. There's yeah. three places. I'm gonna say, and like the oh, original blacks oh, is in yeah. Lockhart, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's African Americans now. They changed that too. So. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah, Terry African Americans. So. <laughs> um, what Tucker? It's all becoming. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
They um, should reverse it called Black Terry's. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Which That'd actually sounds like a better barbecue joint than Terry Black's, to be honest, doesn't it's, it? Yeah, it sure does. Is Lockwood's your go-to here? Lockwood's? No, yeah, Lockhart is a city. Oh, Lockhart. Lockhart. Yeah. Well, it's like the barbecue capital of the world, like... Three of the top ten places there. in the in, yeah there, it's mm. the uh, the Kreutzes which is like been around for a hundred something years is amazing okay um uh, there's a Blacks and then like um, the original Blacks barbecue is there yeah right the or, that's where that they just expanded recently mm. since we moved here and then what's the third one there Ugh, I can't remember there's three of them that are amazing. There, it's like the Black family has two there or something. I can't remember. There's a, there is a Terry Blacks in um, Lockhart. The other one I think is Cruz Market. Kreutzes. 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 Yeah. Kreutzes. Oh wait, yeah. there's Kreutzes and then there's uh, the Kreutzes Come is the on. one that split. Um, not- what's the? Uh, they had to change the name. I can't remember. The Kreutz family have this big break, and so they've got the big one coming in. There's Blacks <laughs> and then there's the like the old Kreutzes used to be like a like a like true old school country. Uh, like a country store mm-hmm. where they had everything and they would smoke the meat so you could you know go back to your uh, farm with it or whatever and like bro you go in and there's just fire there like there's no safety health code nothing because it's been around for a hundred something years they're doing it the same way yeah it's nuts, well you dude. know it's super dangerous uh, gas stoves apparently <laughs> oh yeah What's yeah. with the meme nothing, of that? Nothing, Dude, man. It's, it's just fucking it's just, dumb. It's, just, it's like it they switches. want you to eat fucking crickets. It, this is all based on this aristocracy bullshit where the, the, you've heard the phrase the king's deer, right? Uh-huh. Like the good tasting stuff belongs to the aristocracy and you yeah. peasants eat fucking bugs. Yes. So we're going to do whatever we can to scare you yes. or threaten you into not eating our yeah. shit because they're worried that the meat's running out. Well, guess what? It, the meat is in Texas, bitch. Come get it. Because yeah. <laughs> we got, we've got... There's 400 up mil, or shut up. There's like yeah. 450 million guns in america and 449 million of them are here in texas yeah so good fucking luck i like it a lot though i like texas no i like this fucking poor versus rich element that we've now gone to because we're going Mm. back in time now just i mean really back in time where it's just like i've never heard more conversations about the one percent or tax the rich or tax corporations or other everything else i feel like we're just going back in time and the way inflation's going this next generation won't own anything at all so it's kind of like, all right, great. What did your dad do? And that's going to determine <laughs> how rich you we're are. We're going back towards feudalism. So they, these these crazy assholes want it to be like uh, centralized global government, but they don't have like it's impossible. No form of government scales. You have to start oppressing people. And the only way to do that is have a local people, right, to do it. Yeah, and it's the only way it works. And the only way that we found through human history to do that is through feudalism, whether it was in Asia or Europe. It's always it's always the same stupid shit always are you locked into the news every day as much as everybody else you checked out of it what the news yeah it's all propaganda whichever (laughs) outlet you want to pick it's still propaganda i I, I agree so what do you what do you pick through then to kind of nothing at all no why would it why would bro it's not like i'm like okay kids you can't have screens but i'm glued to it no hell no not even a screen but like you know just reading articles or no. he reads uh no. he, he reads mad magazine yeah <laughs> no. and that's it yeah. no, right now uh, i i would say the vast majority of my media diet is on probably shit that you would think is boring as hell i would have a few years ago like all like permaculture stuff animal husbandry all that kind of shit like i'm putting all that stuff on my ranch Mm -hmm. and so like uh, there's no such thing as off-grid that's nonsense but we're gonna be as as self-reliant and autonomous as possible can you be off-grid like like in the the literal sense of like electrical okay Uh, well so what happens when a power coupler and your solar breaks how off-grid are you then 
Right, exactly. I, mean, I don't need okay, solar. Okay, right, so there's no such thing as... The, the only way to be off-grid is to literally be a type of person that is almost non-functional in a modern industrial world. You like mean like Amish? Yeah. No, the Amish are not off-grid. Not anymore. They're not the even last, like, close. The last 15 years or so. The like, Amish have never been off-grid. Uh, I mean, they, no, they sell. No, no, they, no, no, they, no, no, no. They traded farmers markets and shit. No, no. You don't understand what. Bro, the Amish use iron tools. How do you, do you think they smelt those fucking things? No, they trade pies for them. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. So someone is on grid. The, it, it, the, yeah. Uh, you're just taking your home living off grid. Having a, a home not connected to the grid is possible. Having a home that's off grid is impossible because shit breaks. Right. And unless you are going, like, unless you have a, a, a literal industrial capability to, to replicate everything there, you're not no, off grid. No, I, I, I understand what you're saying. It's like, it's just not, it, it's so, nonsense. So maybe uh, we need one more rich person to join your commune that builds industrial parts. You know what <laughs> I, mean, I mean? But then, like, it's like the joke about. But then you've got to have a cobalt mine. Right, that's Jesus the whole Christ, thing. It's dude. like the joke about, like, a, uh, you know, like, a, everything's got to sh- switch to electric vehicle. What yeah. about the mining rigs? You're going to yeah. make those electric? Because then we're <laughs> not going to mine anything. <laughs> Like that's nonsense. The whole fucking thing's nonsense. Yeah, it's dumb. But you run yeah, a company, you know, right? Don't you want to? No, I sold out. Oh, uh, you did. Yeah. And it oh, me. so you're gone. Done. Okay, great. No. Um, so because no. that was my next question of like, how do you get out of there unless there's a big sell on something? I sold. Yeah, I sold. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. Out. Now this makes more sense because yeah. I was like, if you have to go in every day and kind of keep up with the bullshit that's going on in today's society, I was like, no. eh, you you probably got to read up on these stories. No, I, I go on Twitter once a day, and it's funny because I don't follow any news sources. So like if anything happens, I usually learn about it from commentary by like the the people I follow that I listen to. Mm-hmm. That I think they're smart. So like something will happen. I'm like John Robb will comment. I'm like oh, and if like th- six people that I think are smart comment on something, I'm like all right, I should probably go figure out what it is. If I can't figure it out from context, yeah, I should go figure it out. But other than that, man, I don't know. That's amazing. I mean, it's but it's all fucking nonsense. It is, and look, that's the point that I want to get to, and that's you can just do. I mean, be tough no, with this. No, we podcast. gotta sell the seltzer. So <laughs> we gotta sell the seltzer. The, the, you're right. Seltzer. You're right. And right. I do enjoy doing podcasts every day because right. I, I at least like examining the other side of it. See, and listen, if you like cultural commentary, you do need to keep up. Yeah. I used to love that. I think it was. I thought it was super fun. I can't stand it now, uh, and so I just don't do it. Gotcha. No, and I understand it because the way everything is slanted when you when you read it, it's left and right. But oh, that wasn't wasn't about Asians or anything. No, 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 no. We uh, (laughs) no, as Hunter Biden says, no yellow on here. Um, so um, what he says that dude, he He specifically said no yellow. Text message, and you've got to respect that. All right, when you're ordering prostitutes, you respect the code. Um, Uh, no, but with that, like like Asian girls, I I like Asian girls. We all do. That's, it's a weird flex. It was, it was mostly Eastern European for him, I'm told. Oh, really? Yeah. So he didn't oh, want shit. girls well, that have like jaundice. That could have been. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they were out. That could have been just because uh, that's where he was doing criminal business at the time. Could be. And then he's got a taste for it. You know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. look, it's like at fundamental moments of your life, if you're into something, then you just stay into it for the rest of your life. If you're balls deep in fucking organized crime and smoking crack. Yeah. And you are just fucking Europeans all the time. You, how do you ever go back from that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's part of who you are. There is a part of me, though, that wants to live in the headspace of just not knowing and not caring nice, or dude. everything. It's I nice. bet. 
I bet it is. God damn it. As someone who's lived in both spaces, it's way nicer over here. It's not like I think about it every day. So, yeah, it's... uh, Well, the choice... Because I had these questions. The option is there when you're ready to take it, my man. No, no, no. It's there when this sells. Um, Because I got to have a thing to sell, right? You had your thing to sell. You're all done now. The the one thing I cannot... Like, it's true. I I cashed in and then cashed out. I did. I'm not going to deny that or pretend I didn't. That's true. I don't think you have to do that to, to walk this path. It's harder. It's a lot uh, a lot more, I don't know. Like I know people who have kind of left that world without doing any of that. They tend to be a little weirder and uh, probably tougher even than me in a lot of ways. Yeah, but, but yeah. you're not trying to fucking go Unabomber, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not either. And no. like, when what what year was that that it really exploded? Uh, I hope they serve beer and hope. What year was that? Like, uh, oh... The movie was 09. Yeah, so 08, 09 was like the peak. Okay, and how old were you? <sighs> Man, I was 32, 33. So at 32, you got to peek behind the curtain and yeah. see all the things. Oh, yeah, Hollywood, all that. Dude. Everything. Yeah. You got to yeah. see all oh, the yeah. shit. Yeah. And so mine was younger. Dude, I always thought Mine was younger, and like I once I saw behind the curtain, yeah, it was, then I was like, oh, shit. I don't want this. Well, <laughs> dude, I wanted the, the, the financial aspect of it. The fame and all that other shit. I've turned down so much money. So much money, dude. Be, uh, I got It's so funny. I, I thought I was a narcissistic, borderline sociopath. And then I got to Hollywood, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" I, I not only do I have a soul, I, I had no idea what an actual narcissist yeah. and an actual sociopath is like. No, you were just immature. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I, I actually, was just I actually think Hollywood helps you figure it out. It does. Yeah. When you Bro, look at all these other people, and you're just like, "Oh fuck!" I, I got there, yeah. and it, if the movie hadn't really been going, I would have bolted immediately. I stayed two years, and I literally the last day, the last movie obligation I had, I left. To the minute I could, uh, like I, I mean, I left that light. Like I got in my shit and left. It, oh man, there is there. I, I did not work in finance, but I have a couple friends who deep, you know, mm-hmm. like high finance, and and same experience I had. Like when you, it's just easier to see and quicker to see it in L.A. In finance, it takes you a little while to peek behind. There's a lot more curtains and a lot more mm-hmm. nonsense. But both of and government, I've more than oh. a few friends who high level government, military, like uh, you know, like shady. Don't talk about military. local government. All, yeah, well, definitely. All of them. So once you see behind the curtain, it's like, oh fuck, man, yeah. <laughs> this is awful. The best case scenario is. This is nonsense and everything's held together with like rubber bands. That's the best case scenario is no one's in charge and everything's a mess. The worst case scenario. That was the White House for me. (laughs) The White House was that where it's just all rubber bands and and this is nonsense. Where once you go and you go in there and you, you get to see the inner workings of it, you're like, oh, fuck. Like. It could be kind of anyone in there, yeah. and somebody will hold it together at Dude, the last second. Yeah, unelected bureaucrats that have been in D.C. for forty years hold it together, right? Yeah. And, and and there's people there that know the rules, know the thing, and everybody else, and they'll kind of just hand walk you yes. through it, yeah. and that's it. Yep. Um, whereas the dirtiest shit, I mean, fuck Hollywood. Well, dude, and Hollywood, number one with the bullets. I didn't even get to. I didn't even get deep enough where I got into like the real pedophilia and all the crazy dark shit. Obviously, like mm-hmm. I just got to the first level of darkness. There's two <laughs> or three more beneath that, and the first level was like, yeah. I mean, like it was like you know the adults, yeah, and like doing consensual shit. Yep. And that was fucked up, man. Yeah. That was like, oh, I'm out. I'm yeah. out on this level. Dude, You were sorry. all done, yeah. I'm gone. Yeah, uh, this it's is, a different world. Because no. you have that. Uh, the music industry is maybe a step above it. Uh, I feel like this yeah. crypto shit that's going on mm. right now. Yeah. 
Well, that's just the nerds. Yeah. That's just darkness with nerds. It is, but it's, I mean, every fucking well, day. It's you're reading with a, high finance now. Yes. So and you celebrities, yeah. where celebrities are now involved in all this other but shit. But me, every day. Music, unlike Hollywood so far, we'll see how it goes because the the well i'll get there so music was able to turn independent and yeah. dudes were able to yes. make money independently way more easily yes. it wasn't centralized yeah because even even the fucking outliers in and film and television are still streaming services that are billion dollar companies you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. at yeah, this yeah, point yeah. it's like we at this level we can produce independent content if we were to fucking suck our own dicks and and say the emperor's got his clothes are beautiful what are you talking about yeah, yeah. we would make a lot more money we'd yeah. probably be retired by now yeah. yeah but to be honest i'd also yeah. go on a fucking shooting rampage if that were the case i'd start with it. myself yeah yeah well <laughs> you end with yourself be a man you know you gotta get some work done right. first it's, right murder other people for yourself be a man there's a list no, I, I, get your point. I get your point yeah uh, there's definitely a list though where i'm like all right cool the uh, only way i stay plugged into anything like I, I have I don't know if it's an ability or if it's just me being a piece of shit, but I can brush I can be completely submerged in all this culture social shit and just not still not even give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, I don't, just don't, I don't know, I don't, man. I don't, I don't care I used to about think any of the it. same thing was true for me. I had the same thought, and then and I'm, I'm not even saying like I'm fully out of it now, but I'm I'm ninety percent out, and uh, and now it's like I'm like, oh man, I wasn't. It was in it was infecting and impacting me in ways I didn't understand when I was in it, in it thinking I wasn't in it. Like, dude, the other day, um, there were some uh, uh baby the peop- girl babysitting two like young girls who are neighbors. Where they go to public school, they're babysitting our kids, and they were talking about all these singers and this sort of stuff. And it was like, I was like, I don't know who anyone you're talking about is. And I was like, that's so refreshing. It's so nice Mm. that I have no fucking idea who, whatever. (laughs) I can't remember their names. Like I I just like it was, and I'm like, this is great. I'm like, I used to think old people were so out of touch and stupid for not knowing who Eminem was or whatever. And I'm like. Man, they might have been stupid and out of touch, but they also there might have they might have been right. Like there's a if you're out of touch because you realize it's not for you and you don't need to care about it and just let it go. It's 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 yeah, it's nice. It's free. I'm I'm sure it is because <clears throat> uh, you look free right now. <laughs> you do look free. It's it's you feel like 1865 over there on that side. <laughs> but of the there's table. people nice. like Hold on, like after the Civil War coming up. <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's something else happened there, but uh, I think Lincoln signed something. But whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're free. You're free. Tucker. He signed an nil deal. Yeah, <laughs> he was a collegiate wrestler. So. Uh, uh, see, but, but the you reason, wouldn't get that joke unless you knew what an nil deal was. Exactly. Like, well, so you do read, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't say I was totally detached. Like uh, the only thing, because I follow one guy who's like that, like the big Kentucky sports guy, mm-hmm. and like he's always complaining about Kentucky's NIL stuff. So I'm like, oh, that like I eventually figured yeah. that out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like to. The only reason I stay plugged into any of this shit, aside from the show, I guess, is uh, because I think I, I I really do believe there's some conflict coming. Oh yeah, and I, I need it's already to, here. It's I need, going. Well, you, certainly, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like the actual part of it, the, the, the part that I'm good with. Yeah, I'm not and sure. I, people, people need know. to be ready for it. Yeah. And you know, j- just in the event that I'm not able to fight any longer, when it finally goes down, I would. N- it would be nice to have other people to fight. You know what I mean? So I like to be involved. Here's in that a process. question: What if what if the <clears throat> fight isn't 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 primarily going to be a meat space fight? What if it's a mimetic war? 
Uh, what if it, it's just it, a mimetic it, it is. It, it'll never be just. There, uh, every conflict ends with okay, a bullet okay. going into one man's so, brain. So right? what if it never escalates beyond small localized pockets of violence? Like what's going on in Atlanta right now, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. what if it, what if the meat space war is, ne- it is literally just an extension, a small offshoot extension of the mimetic war? I mean, anything is possible, but that's never happened in human history before, right? Because small conflicts turn into problems for bigger organizations. Mm, no, I mean, not always. Like, like uh, low-intensity conflict can stay low-intensity for a long time. For a long time, but not indefinitely. Right? I mean, nothing's indefinite. Certainly. You know, like, uh, yeah. uh, but I don't know, man. Like, what? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I'm this not- isn't Vietnam. This is the United States of America, <laughs> right? And we happen to be in Texas, which is the only state that really acts like it's the United States anymore, except for maybe Florida. Florida. Well, and, and here's Florida. what's weird to me, because you brought up the Atlanta thing, right? right? So that's where I'm from. I'm from right. Georgia. Grew up there all my life, essentially, until right. I got to high school and uh, graduated and moved on. When I saw that, because some friends of mine were posting yeah. on, on Facebook and stuff like that, I was like, Atlanta? I was like, white Antifa in Atlanta? Like, yeah. doesn't make sense. Um, because that's... Yeah. Look, yeah, eight of those retards got arrested. One was from Decatur. Nobody else was even from the South. Yeah, no. You know right. what I mean? And, and yeah. so yeah. white. It's, yeah. it, yes. They got a diversity problem in yeah. Antifa. Yeah. Well, they sure, they yeah. sure did. Yeah, <laughs> it's, should, the other, it's, it's the other way in let's, Atlanta, let's, right? So, let's wait. Let's write a white paper called Antifa has a diversity problem. How <laughs> fucking funny. funny would that be? I don't be know. Funny. Here's what I can't figure out. Just being from there. Yeah. I don't know how white people looking like that yeah even made it into fucking town dude i mean it's yeah you could drive and fly uh no no no, no, no. airports not, not that <laughs> in that personal place where they were i don't know how they got out of the car and were able to make it without the the, the surrounding neighborhoods going who the fuck are these people and I'm, that's what i'm surprised well i'm not surprised that they went there because these people are fucking stupid i saw it in oakland back in 2010 through 2013 or so right. it's like west oakland white protesters are showing up saying whose streets are streets i'm like no <laughs> yeah no no There's no, 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 no. Here, but, yes but uh what the surprising part to me and this has been the case for ever since then so for 13 years now i don't understand why old head black dudes aren't coming out and whooping these dudes asses that, man. that's so Probably that's what because i couldn't they think it's figure not their out fight they're like listen if the cops I mean, when you're burning I, down I'm fucking not, locally bro, owned I, black stores, listen, that seems like their fight. I, I don't think that's what they were. I mean, all the stuff that I saw. In Atlanta, yeah, yeah. Right, it was yeah. like Deloitte. But not Portland and shit, yeah, although yeah. there's no black people well, in Portland. Right, there's no black. It's a different, yeah. totally different city. Mm-hmm. If I'm a, a, a black dude in Atlanta, I'm like, goddamn right the cops should be kicking some white people's ass. But finally. that wasn't the case yeah, yeah. in St. Louis. Like, they fucked up St. Louis. They murdered a fucking retired black cop, fucked up all kinds of business there. Minneapolis, the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like somebody at some point would fucking come out and do something. The Atlanta thing to me, and and I, fuck, I hate conspiracies, but like I feel like as I get older, right. I'm more and more into them. Where I'm just like, that doesn't seem it. It doesn't. There's no way they would have made it. Just um, stop saying conspiracy theory and just yeah. say conspiracy because yeah, it is unequivocally true that George Soros has spent $300 million on district attorneys and judges in the United States. Yeah, no, it's true. Like no, progressive people. Like a, that that's know, but when I see an event like that and people get wrapped up in it, um, I'm just like, hey, are, do we not seeing the same thing here? It's like, the FBI radicalizing clearly, these people online. Like they're talking that's about... That's what it feels the, like. It, it's like uh, uh, Anwar al-Awlaki, right? He was the guy, he was a fucking professor at the university, not University of Phoenix. He was a professor from Phoenix, right? Uh, and he is the guy that was responsible for uh, that fuckface that shot up everybody in Fort Hood, right? 
Mm-hmm. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah right. So he, and then we drone striked his ass in like 2012, I think, and killed him. He was the first U.S. citizen ever murdered officially by the United States government right. in the, in the GWAT. So that guy spent all of his time and resources recruiting people online and uh, uh, the, the ISIS brides, all this yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Not just, not just dudes do terrorist shit, but everybody. So why is it that every single time some fucking, 15 to 25 year old white kid walks in somewhere with a gun and, and fucking kills 20 people has the fbi been in contact with this dude within the last year you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they, they've been doing this shit for years cointel pro and shit where they were fucking the, running there's assets nothing and stuff. about the government that's on our side yeah, the government's yeah. on the government yeah, yeah. yeah it's always been the truth what, what really changed my mind and i've said this before is is when the jfk and the mlk shit got released yeah. Um, about what was actually going on and like they were planting they were trying to plant bombs in Florida mm-hmm. yeah. to make it look like communism had, was yeah, coming course, over to the United course, States course, and all that yeah. other shit uh-huh. I was like oh fuck man it's been going on that long yes because like that Antifa thing that happened in Atlanta yeah. doesn't feel any different than 1961 or no. you know uh-uh. trying to no. do that shit no. so uh, it's wild the reason I keep up with it too is when I have conversations with my kids right. I want to be able to know what it is of like, all right, cool. If they're talking about a, a musician, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck are you listening to? Yeah, you know, like, well, the cool thing is, my kids talk about only the shit we let them watch. You know, like they, the two shows we let them watch. Dude, Forged in Fire, my son is obsessed with. Like he, oh, that's a buddy lo- of ours. He loves it. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Homestead Rescue. So like, and this, so they they want to talk about knives and they want to talk about Homestead. Cool. We we like we could do we could talk about that all day. We could do stuff what about, about all sports. Day. Yeah, sports. What you about? know what's awesome? Because man? you're gonna have to go to a bigger school right, than so, the one you're at so, right now to play sports. No, no, no. So I, I I played all kinds of team sports growing mm-hmm. up. Loved them. Was excited to play and coach team sports for my kids. My son, my oldest son, was super not into really any of them, mm-hmm. which at first broke my heart, but now. I'm like, oh, thank God. It saves a, a lot of time. Yes. Yeah. Well, not, <laughs> not just, no, hold on. Not just saves a lot of time, but like um, he played one year of soccer mm-hmm. uh, when he was like four. And one of the, and even that, like what, somehow we got into like a, an intense, serious soccer league thing for, yeah. for like four or five year olds. And, uh, and I'm like, I was probably coaching. I'm him. like, <laughs> I'm like, hold on. This is what every, like, Little League dads, like, this is what everyone's been talking about mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fucking horrible. I don't want to be around any of these parents or the fucking kids. And so, like, once I saw that, and he wasn't into it anyway, I'm like, okay, no team sports. None. Like, any individual sport you guys want to play, you can play. So, daughter loves gymnastics and swimming. The uh, 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 boys into jiu-jitsu. Um, awesome. Great, cool, like that. You can meet people, you have friends, whatever, but um, no team sports. And also, honestly, as much as I, it breaks my heart, as much as I love team sports and I loved it growing up, it's it's another thing where I feel like the once you really look at it overall, the downside outweighs the upside. Everyone's like, oh, you learn teamwork. Man, you learn to obey orders. You learn to sub- submit yourself to to others. You learn... A lack. It's the everything about team sports is anti sovereignty. Uh, sure, me. yeah, and, but the, but but you know the closed fist theory. Like you, we to make true impact, the individual is not going to do it. You know what I mean? The individual should have the right to not do it, and yeah, no, and the I'm, capability to not do it. But to function, working, I, I don't like the phrase society because I don't believe in that shit. Right. But but to be able to achieve great things, we need each other. So I agree. Working together 
uh, um, as free free people working together is a fundamentally different thing than being a football player mm-hmm. on a football team. I, I get. You know? I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's I like absolutely too, do. Too, I used too to many, agree too with many you chiefs, not enough way. Indians. I've I've led men in combat. I know what it's like to have people that we we are all free thinkers there because you have to be to do the right thing. It's a it's a misnomer that soldiers are just like intrinsically obedient. They, right, right. they, they fight against that shit every day, especially right. Marines. But it's mostly about their uh, their they have issues with their uh, sexuality. It's gay stuff. Yeah. Uh, crayons up the ass, all that stuff. But yeah, it's like. You have to learn. You have to know how to lead, know how to follow. That's a big thing, right? You have to know what it's like to put your trust in somebody else to then earn the trust of other people. And we're not all on an island here, uh, dude. I, okay, that is a different thing mm. than team sports. What you just said, I I agree with. Mm. But like, it, okay, if if team sports were there were twenty dudes here, and the one who was the best uh, leader and inspiring trust got all the players, and that's yeah, they played, yeah. then I'm I'm well, with now you, it, right now. It doesn't even. I mean, I I agree with you on modern team sports because it's all fucking gay now. Like, there's no winners and losers. You mean like and shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just like all. I yeah, mean, you're, you're, you're not learning score in the soccer yeah, league, except that all the kids did. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. always know what the oh, fucking score. By is. the way, so do the coaches. Yeah. So of behind course, the kids, course, like yeah. we all talk about it. It's yeah. just like, hey, yeah. did you win. It's you so cool. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not that the the purpose of team sports that we uh, benefited from, in my opinion, growing up, that's not a thing anymore. Not that, at least okay, not until at least that not until you're in a very competitive like if you're in competitive uh, uh, spring and fall leagues and stuff like right. that maybe but the shit that we put kids up to age twelve through is fucking nonsense that's pointless uh, the league he was in was nonsense I'm and with it's you. the same thing with school too yeah. I say you and I definitely agree on that when it comes to public education in America I don't think that should even be a thing no I agree right because it's, it's totally. all it is designed and and Rockefeller said it Henry Ford said it way back in the it's day it's not a controversial design to make sheep yeah literally it yeah. is we want, we want people just smart enough to, to run the machines yeah. but not smart enough to fucking come do what we're doing yeah, yeah. you know what I mean we have enough thinkers Rockefeller literally said that yeah. school's not for thinkers <laughs> and there's no reason to think anymore you know no I just well, again I want to be rich enough not to think and then have a dude next to me who I'm like hey what do you think about this? Uh, and he's like, well, why are you asking me? Because I fucking pay you to think. That's all <laughs> you do. You sit there and you think all day. You need a blood boy too, though. Uh, see, right? Well, that's, what, yeah. What, you, what you're saying is you want to be aristocracy. I don't want to have power or control over anybody. I don't, I don't either. It's different. I want to be sovereign Those are, and be around sovereign people. Those are totally different things. Have you had people come and try to work on your house, like plumbers and yeah, things like course. that? Yeah, of course. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to be able to throw cash at their faces and be like, hey, you're going to complete this job and do it to the best of your ability, and then then you can leave. Um, because trying to get people to work in this city is a fucking nightmare. It's easier now than it was a year or two years ago. But like, oh, what is it really? Yeah, like uh, when we got our kitchen redone like a year and a half ago. God, it was hard. But like finding subs and our, now it's they're much more. They respond to calls and emails now. Like the the volume of business has gotten to a level where they're. Um, they're not just bailing on on stuff, and yeah, it was bad for a while here. You're right. Yeah, it was, yeah. that was just a supply demand issue. There was there was five jobs for every one person who could do the job. Now it's maybe only two to one. You okay. know, or right? yeah, so yeah, yeah. You can find people who are willing to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then the last question for I, I have for you here is: uh, Are we ever going to get any good food out in Dripping Springs? Dude, Lavash are closed, which is like mm. one of the only two good restaurants. Yeah. We like it's literally closing. Yeah. I think next. I week mean, Flores week, is yeah. good if you like shitty Mexican food, and I love shitty Mexican food. So it's good for kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's loud as shit. No, the food's fine. It's like shitty Mexican food. Yeah, it's all right. That's all right. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, Tilly's is okay. Okay. 
You know, you've been to Tilly's, right? No. Is that the outdoor place? Uh-uh. Uh, no, no, no. Tilly's is amazing. It's a, it's a, they, they uh, shipped over like a Vietnamese monastery or something crazy. It's the building's beautiful. It's at the, on Onion Creek, you know, like the nice part mm-hmm. of Onion Creek. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's some resort. I can't remember the name of the resort, but Tilly's, T-I-L-L-I-E. Camp what is it? Camp Lucy. Camp Lucy, of course. Okay. Yeah, so that's a restaurant in Camp Lucy. It's good. Mm. It's really good. Camp Lucy is nice. Yeah, I've been there. Um, it's not great, but it's good. Um, nah, man. Like, <laughs> nah, everything else is pretty garbage, honestly. It, it really is. I mean, yeah. it's, there's a good... Pig, that, pig pen's okay. It's like, it's that, okay. That butcher shop down 290 Terracotta is pretty good for me, but I get most of my meat from right. people I know at this yeah. point. No, I, I raised my meat yeah. on my land. We butchered our, <laughs> our cow recently. Like, yeah. I just fucking punched a cow an hour ago in the face. Yeah. So. Um, and that was more to do it. I wasn't even hungry. Um, I know I will be later. Uh, if you want to punch go sheep, I got 31. They're assholes, man. You Are can they? come around, man. If you can catch one, you can punch God, I love taking a swing at an animal. There's nothing <laughs> like it. Yeah, what's up with the sheep? Uh, are they being dicks? Uh, no, they're just, uh, they're so stupid, but they're also so crafty. They always mm. find ways to get through fences mm. and all. And so it's like, they're idiots, but they outsmart me. And it drives me kind of crazy. I finally learned how to think. Thinking like a cow and thinking like a sheep are fundamentally different yeah, things. Yeah. Like I, I, I know how to deal with cattle. Cattle, I thought, well, of course I'll know sheep. No. Now, there's a video they're, that was floating around totally uh, social media the other day of a sheep that dragged a fucking two by six over to the fence and was jumping up and down on it to make the fence keep going down. Like, how did that animal figure that shit out? A that goat animal, or a sheep? A sheep. Yeah. I have no idea because sheep are dumb They're as dumb fuck. as shit. Yeah. I don't so know how I, a sheep maybe, maybe, I can see a goat doing that. Maybe the wood was already there. I don't remember. I don't know. But it was like no jumping idea. up and down on it. And it could have been jumping up and down on it. Like it looks like purpose to us because, oh, that makes yeah. sense. He's trying to do that. And in reality, that thing's just like, hoo, hoo, yeah. fucking jumping. <laughs> yeah. I like goats, though. You got any many goats? No, I don't like goats. Well, goats aren't as good. They're not. They don't taste as good as sheep. Oh, not for food. Just to hang out with or milk. I don't. There's no animals on my ranch that are not used for food except the kids. Uh, dogs? No dogs. Uh, dogs protect the food. We mm. have two dogs, two guard dogs. They protect the food, um, and then uh, everything else is food. Yeah. Chickens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, you should the price of eggs sell is crazy black market right selling yeah. eggs. Uh, uh, is it really? It is. Well, how much the eggs cost? I don't know. I just it's bought fucking a bunch. It, it's, it's, they've just gone up like two or three times. They're, it's not mm. crazy. It's just the, the price that people used to paying $3, mm. and now they're paying Seven. 8 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking sucks. I might grab a couple of chickens. Yeah, why not? Pretty. I, my dogs will kill them. You mean though. just to, like randomly? You, you need to buy them or people will shoot you. No, nah, you can grab them off the I, street. I'm, it's pretty, pretty easy. I'm pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty fast. Hey, you go to Del Valley. Yeah, it's true, right? Pretty fast. Chickens run around everywhere. You can just grab a couple. Nobody's going to give a shit. Usually what I do is just get on Facebook and find them. I start. You can get them cheap. No, I'm like, grooming the chickens yeah like hey you know your parents hate you he finds them at a young age and then I've he teaches them yeah uh, i think you should leave home you know yeah. have you thought about leaving home like he'll I mean, do look, if things go messages yeah if things uh, go bad at home you can send stay them pictures here. of grain yeah and be like this is what you're missing the grass is greener over here i might be you know? the first person to tell a fucking chicken pedophile joke <laughs> ever I, I don't know if i've ever heard that before uh, i'll uh, call guinness here in an hour yeah. uh tucker now's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the man you are today. Who would you like to give the drink of Bro of the Week to? Um, I don't know. Mandela, Gandhi. Who is in, Does that have to be recent? Or no. just anybody? Anybody. anyone. It doesn't even have to be real. Madonna. Uh, does it have to be real? Young Madonna. Do I have to say their name? Because I don't, I don't know. Like this, this actually. No, I'll, I'll tell you why. So I, you know, there's all like the private signal groups now and all mm. that shit. Like, and I'm on one of them, and it's a, uh, it's like a bunch of people, like freedom people like minded like us, 
And one of the dudes is an idiot and a grifter. Like, totally. Like, he is, like, he's always trying to set, you, you know, like, a, a, the, the QAnon type, like, you know, oh, yeah. all that shit, right? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I actually, he's been super helpful for me because it's, like, I watch him and I'm, like, anything, he's almost like CNN for me. Like, if it's on CNN, I know, I, I don't know automatically the opposite is true, but I know it's wrong and I can <laughs> yeah. ignore it, yeah. you know? The opposite might not be yeah. true, might be false true. And so he's, like, it's, like, the conservative CNN for me. And so it's, like, oh, yeah, like, this dude's super on this issue. It's not a problem. And just the way he acts and the way he says shit, everything things wrong but people who do everything wrong can be really helpful especially in new spaces because they're like counter signals right? right and so he's been an amazing counter signal for me learning like how to talk about things on this space how to not sound crazy what things probably i can ignore what because it's like he's the mo- one of the most reliable signals i have only because everything he says and does is like at, at a minimum fucked up if not totally wrong yeah right and so like this dude most people can't stand people like that but there's a place in my life for people who are always wrong because think about this think about like embedding right if someone's always picking the wrong team that's the mm-hmm. best person you could ever follow in gambling 100 yeah. percent. right yeah okay so uh uh, uh that's he, your dude that's my guy this is definitely okay. the most negative answer to this question <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I, I'll i be honest with you. I was that guy uh, in blackjack for a buddy of mine. So a buddy of mine would just fly me out yeah. to Vegas. I would sit right next to him. Yes. And then I would lose every hand. Not intentionally. <laughs> I was just, I was, I had the worst luck at blackjack was ever. Was it luck or you were like hitting, splitting tens or no, something No, stupid? no, no. It, it, just purely bad luck at blackjack. Oh, so you would siphon <laughs> all the bad luck and he'd win. Correct. So And he would sit right next to me. And so it got to a point where... The last time we did it, I was just like, oh, my Bro, God, Bro, you got to pay for my shit, right? I, he did. Well, he, he, he used to pay for it all the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I was just like, I just enjoyed going to Vegas with him. I didn't yeah. really fuck, but I was just like, dude, I can't sit here. It is the, demoralizing <laughs> over time. It is, because yeah. mentally, I'm still losing, mm. and I'm trying. Yeah. You know. And then yeah. it got to a point where I was like, do you want me to hit? Like, uh. And I was just asking it. Like, the last time we did uh. it, weird story. It was uh, Toby Keith yeah. and, uh, and my buddy who's on like yeah. a bunch of like Angel and Buffy and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we went on like a Tuesday night. Yeah. It is, there's nothing more depressing than at, at 2.30 in the morning, yeah. sitting alone in an empty casino, yeah. playing blackjack with Toby Keith and yeah. my butt, where I'm just like, was oh he my like God, singing dude. sad songs too? Or like, he's talking about a putting a boot in their ass or yeah. He was looking for pussy. <laughs> Toby was looking for pussy, dude. I don't blame him. Because we were at Saddle Ranch and he was just not impressed by the talent. You yeah. know? And he yeah. was just like, man, what the fuck is this? Let's go to Vegas. I was like, all right, cool. And he's like, yeah, my buddy, yes, let's go to Vegas. He just wanted to play blackjack. Yeah. So I'm sitting next to him just losing. I think it was 41 straight hands. Um, that's not even possible uh, dude it was it was nuts that's amazing that's a skill like i said that's a skill it was nuts and so he just kept winning over and over now at this point i mean we're three or four hours deep in this and i'm just rocked you know and i I start asking him hey do you want me to hit like uh or not on on some of these hands and he would tell me and i looked at the dealer i was like is this even legal we're doing they were like well i mean technically you can say whatever he wants it's uh, up to you to make the decision the only thing that's like, not legal is for him to give you money to put on the table correct yeah and so i would have to that's you know, not legal no you can't pass money from one person to another you can cash out go to the bank get more money like that but so you the can't, cash transaction has yeah. to go to the dealer themselves yeah. and then they give you the chips like i can't take or you can go to the cage i can't take ten thousand no. dollars in chips and slide them over to you while you're really? at the table yeah right? Um, so probably I don't know why though it, but yeah, it, if you know. want my actual losses I was probably in like 12 or 13 and grand? Then, no 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 
12 or 13 losses in a row. Oh, okay, okay. And then finally, I, I go, just tell me what you want me to do here. Yeah, right. And he's just like, well, hit. And, and then he did the rest of it, right? Yeah. And I was like, how is this fucking legal? <laughs> um, and That's also, I, I guess they figured, because there's like six decks in one of those things, yeah. that it's like, well, he's too dumb to be counting cards, which he is. Yeah. And, uh, and then he continued to roll. Finally, I had to pull the plug at like, you know, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I was, I was just so depressing. Yeah. The whole trip was yeah. just, yeah. Well. So I know that guy. I know that guy who makes all the wrong choices. It's like choices. that dude from the Green Mile where he sucks the fucking death out of you, except for you, it's the loser. Yeah, it's, uh, and he's <laughs> dead. He's dead. Shake my hair, balls. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, he did yeah. die. You ever, did you think you were going to hear Michael Clark Duncan when he got here today? An MCD? I had no expectations. Yeah, now you This do. show can go anywhere. You never know. You never, That's true, yeah. <laughs> you never, never know. know. Um, hopefully after this, you'll shake my hair, balls. <laughs> Tom Hanks was the star of that movie. That's a callback there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, I would tell people to follow you somewhere. Uh, I have a or- site, TuckerMax.com. You can go there. Like, yeah. I put up, like, ranching stuff sometimes or whatever. It's not that interesting unless you're homesteading or whatever. And you, you're, you're probably the – we've done, what, 1,600 episodes here? Yeah. The first guest who's never promoted anything. No. No. <laughs> I don't it's want just- people to come to my ranch. <laughs> He did say you could come punch a sheep in the face. Yeah, no, no but you no, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not offering me. this paid offering. to people. Yeah, hey, yeah, we'll yeah. post his address in the comments. You guys, are, yeah, everybody show totally up. Fine. Show up in full like shorts, boxing gloves, and you could fight a sheep. Yep, right for five thousand dollars. Give it your best, dude. Five k, five k in cash. <laughs> you know, there's just a bunch of people kicked to death by <laughs> sheep. Just yeah. run around, man. The sheep are just gonna run from you. Maybe they're quick, man. They're we've got some quick audience listeners. You know? <laughs> thanks for being here dude it's always Definitely. fun thanks for having me we appreciate it go to itunes rate the show five star and leave a quick review and then head on over to spotify and leave a five star they're too dumb they don't have reviews there so you just click the five star and then throw your phone out the window after that and it's great for us that's all the advertisers give a shit about and then obviously days like these are the reasons why the video is on patreon most of the week for Anthony, Anthony Holloway, Tucker Max, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.